G'day and welcome to On The Esky, Australian sports podcast, where we like to wrap up the week that was in sport, drink a few Mark Stubby Taylors and dribble on about the big stories that occurred this week. On today's show, international cricket is well and truly back. We have Australia in Sri Lanka, England, New Zealand test series. India has a game uh, against South Africa, or if they've played their first game, I should say. The weeks that were in uh, the local f- uh, footy codes in the NRL and the AFL, big win for Queensland in the state of origin. We'll discuss that at um, in depth. NBA Finals, Celtics, Warriors, uh, Desmond Tutu at the moment. Uh, yeah. Tied up, you know, going into Game 5. International soccer must win for the Socceroos this week uh, to get into the World Cup against Peru. Plus a big final round. We have the UFC 275 in front of us right now. Uh, we'll be talking f- all things fighting, F1, and a little bit of tennis and golf sprinkled in there. Uh, please remember we have timestamps on YouTube. If you want to skip to the sports that you like, you can. Or if you're nuts for all things Esky, just watch the whole damn thing. <laughs> Uh, there's subscriptions that you can get into, etc., etc. Like we always do, we start off the show by shouting a beer, and uh, there's four of us here on the table yeah. today. Uh, the babies have been showered. There's been the showering <laughs> of babies, and uh, it's good to have our good friend Steam. Uh, you've seen him on the podcast before, the Adelaide correspondent, the AFL expert, and uh, cricket nuffy, and all things sport, Patriots fan, etc., etc. <laughs> Can you kick us off with your shout of beer and how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing well, fellas. Uh, my shout of beer is to you, lads. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> you know, in on a few weeks ago, you talk, you know, if you give it out, you've got to be able to uh, take it back and you've given yourselves a, a few mops <laughs> yep. uh, in that spirit. Yeah. <laughs> but then it occurred to me, you've given out plenty of beers and shout of beer, but you've never got a beer back. So uh, I'm going to shout you these uh, Pirate Life uh, SA uh, beers. So you can enjoy them on me uh, today. And uh, shout out to Pirate Life. If you're looking to sponsor an up-and-coming Australian sports podcast, please get at us in the comments. Uh, uh, Thank you, Shaseem. That is something that we've never had on the uh, podcast here before, is shouting ourselves a beer. I I tend to do it without... Without really without saying any prompting, it, yeah, without any. Without it's it's nice, prompting. nice to formalise these things once every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Nice to have Cheers. you on there board. You go. And, uh, Get yeah. me out of a baby shower. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on a nice cold pirate life. Uh, Mark, on my right, we have the fastest research man in the Southern Hemisphere, allegedly, uh, <laughs> when he's on. Depends uh, on the day of the week, yeah. Uh, who, who would you like to shout a beer and uh, all the best with your pronunciation here? Yeah, not too easy. Um, you mentioned when I was on, I was at a, on a Bucks party last night, so yeah. I might be a little bit dusty today, so we'll see how quick the fingers can go. The voice sounds um, awesome. <laughs> with the typing. With a karaoke last night. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just like four hours. What's the go-to show. song? Um, oh, geez. Actually, the song choice of a... There was a wide range. There was a few suspects ones there. Um, <laughs> somehow Britney Spears yeah. um, came up a couple of times. Hit me monkey one more time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, couldn't get past a few of the power ballad classics like um, Katy Perry, Firework, <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift, Mean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I think Horses was was on there a few times as well. Oh, good stuff. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, shout out beer. So this week I am shouting Yana. JJ Trek, um, a beer. I got I almost got that. I'll give you uh, a yeah. seven out of ten. Seven out of yeah. ten. Seven out of right. ten there. Um, yeah, uh, breaking. I guess really today, mm-hmm. uh, a few minutes ago, she retired from the UFC. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about the fight later on in the mm-hmm. potty. But um, yeah, just wanted to shout her a beer on a pretty stellar career. Sort of one of those um, pioneers, one of those forefront for women's UFC fighters. Definitely. Um, yep. Back in the day. Uh, she ended a professional career 16 and 5 of 21 matches. 
um, won her won the strawweight um, belt back in two thousand and fourteen, um, and then yeah defended it through to about two thousand and eighteen. That's so impressive. And she was fourteen and zero, so we she had five losses in her career. So it's really only been in the last few years in, in her career where she's been. She lost yep. twice to Ro- Thug Rose, and and now. That's you it, know, yeah. hot, hot off the press twice to Zhang Weili. That's it, yeah. Sorry, she debuted um, UFC strawweight in 2014, won the belt in 2015 against mm-hmm. Carla Esparza. Yep, um, and Car- then like, the current champ. Yep, that's it. Um, and yeah, had a bit of an unlucky um, run lately um, with losses to Shevchenko and now Weili twice. Um, but yeah. Her only losses are to real killers. Yeah. Well, like the, yeah. the Champ- top end of the Champions. Champions. Yeah, They're all yeah. champions, yeah. aren't they? Exactly, exactly right. Um, yeah, Stella Korea. Um, we'd like to wish her all the best for the next stage in her life. And yeah, hopefully she can now enjoy a few alcoholic beverages now she's not training. Well, <laughs> and, and, she, and speaking of the next stage in her life, she said she wants to be a mother. She wants to get into business. She's been mm. training for two decades uh, and she had the symbolic dropping of the gloves and yep. leaving them in the octagon. Uh, congrats on a Stella Career. Given it all she's got. Joanna Chedrashek? No, I don't think I'd fuck that as well. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> on to Sean. There's, there's, there's a lot of a lot of letters in there, and it's a Polish name. Uh, good on you, yep. JJ. <laughs> Sean, o of uh, fucking up people's names, fame. How are you? <laughs> very, very good. Very good. Uh, for my my shout out, like yeah, my yeah. shout out beer this week. Uh, I decided to cover a sport that we love to cover, mm. uh, being the NHL. Hockey. Yeah, the hockey. No heaps about it. Yeah, so much. Uh, so much. Sean will na- name your the entire Colorado Avalanche's roster right now off his head. <laughs> <laughs> I will struggle with 90% of the names. So, uh, yeah, but yes, Colorado Avalanche is the guys I want to shout out. The Avs, uh, they swept the Oilers to make it to the, the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make, I think they've been the number one seed the last like three years running. Yep. Um, this is the first time in that span that they've made it back into the big one. They take on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who won it. Did they win last year? They won two in a row. They've they won two in the year. So they're, that, so they're going for the three-peat, although mm-hmm. I think the New York Rangers are giving them a little bit of... Oh, they uh, won today. So a little they, bit the, of... Yeah, yeah. Problem. So they've won that series four two uh, today. I oh, believe. They okay, yeah, yep. they're in. Yep, so they're, they're in. in. So, so confirmed. Monkeys, Tampa Bay Lightning up yep. against my Colorado Denver uh, Avalanche. Well, is it no here, coincidence so. that when Brady yeah. went to Tampa, suddenly there's just championships <laughs> yeah. down there? Well, Ch- that's it. Ch- hey, Champa. That yeah, Ru- Russell's like. in Denver, and yeah, our Avalanche are in the finals. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brady's out there deflating the puck, yeah. and you know, <laughs> Bill's out there spying on the opposition. Fucking thugman. I don't even know how thugman. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's a position now in, in ice hockey. The, uh, the thugman. Impressive to yeah. sweep in a conference yes. uh, Twi- finals, isn't Twice. it? Twice. Yeah. 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 So yeah, conference mm-hmm. finals in the in the second round. Yeah. So. They've been playing some some elite hockey in that last game. They came back as well. I think they were down. Like five two, and they came back, tied it up, and then won in the overtime. So, and you're going to give us an uh, analytical breakdown of how they did that and uh, how they implemented hockey strategy better than the other. <laughs> and players. that's yeah. hockey for this week on OT. <laughs> yeah, it was stick, puck, net, goals, ice, uh, ice. Yes, ice. they scored more than the other team. That's how you win. That's how you win. Anyway, the Stanley Cup, uh, the finals, the series will kick off in the next week. Very good. Coming yep. up. Good. From a sport that we're not qualified to talk about to a sport that we're not qualified to talk about, <laughs> I will be. Well, I think we're more qualified to talk about this one. We just don't. Uh, I wasn't going to say no. If you understand the the ins but and outs of the breakdown, and they are the both on free to air in equal amount. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. I am of course talking about rugby of the fifteen man union variety. Uh, the 
the local uh, oh, heroes. ACT Brumbies went down in a nail biter last night to the Auckland Blues, twenty to nineteen. Uh, did not mm. watch it. Um, <laughs> I was bit bit all Charlotte I, yesterday. Was yesterday. It, uh, yeah, I was in-laws sh- place saw it on actually. Yeah, so, oh, really. The, there yeah, they were. I think it was twenty to seven at half, and the Brumbies were coming back. Coming back. A, there's a yellow card fiasco. Was, uh, yeah, towards the end, uh, I know. Their two tries they scored were rolling malls. Mm. So that seemed to be uh, the strength that they were playing to. But, uh, yeah, one try scored out wide, missed the conversion, and then obviously went down by uh, a point. And there was a late uh, Blues charge down attempt at field uh, uh, drop, drop goal. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. that uh, saved them. Who knows if it was going in or not, but uh, yep. charged it down and uh, Blues win the day. So, mm. so close, but so far there won't be any Australian winners of the Super Rugby this year. Check that out on Stan Sport if you have that, unlike any of us. Uh, <laughs> mop of the week. Steam, you're, you're here. You've, you've shouted us a beer. Um, I, I might get you to hand out your first mop. Would you like, would you like that award? <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do this uh, with honours. And, uh, well, because I'm going to give it to the Melbourne Demons because they've got some cleaning up to do. They need a mop. Yeah, no, um, Infighting between some of the players this week, uh, Stephen May and uh, Jake Melksham, um, possibly some others who were there at the dinner, but those two have uh, definitely be named and identified. Uh, Stephen May uh, getting uh, on the beers when he was mm. in concussion protocol, so that's uh, mop behaviour uh, number one. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he forgot he was in protocols and then got on the beers. <laughs> Second uh, mop behaviour was uh, there's a bit of banter going around between mm. the boys. Of course, uh, Demons breaking their long premiership drought mm. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, some were in the team, some weren't. Mm. Uh, Melksham was one of those ones, who uh, the unlucky ones, not in the team. And May, May seemed to suggest that even though they won by 70 points in the grand final, <laughs> they might have lost if uh, Melksham had have played. Uh, he didn't take to that too kindly. A uh, bit of rough and tumble, and <laughs> yeah. uh, now he's got a hand injury. Yeah, so that's some more mop behaviour. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it sounds like the AFL integrity unit's going to do a bit of a investigation into uh, what might have been happening there. So yeah, wheels wheels getting a bit wobbly for the demons. So they two weeks ago looked. Um, undefeatable. Yeah. Uh, two losses in a row and now some moppery. Yep. B- book your yeah. grand final tickets, uh, Carlton fans versus Fremantle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting, this one. It's it's obviously a little bit that's just been said at the pub between two blokes, probably having a few beers. I don't think, you know, they're uh, offside with each other by all, all reports. Um but yeah, an interesting, interesting sledge, isn't it? Saying that we would have lost a grand final <laughs> if you'd played, and, and considering they won it by seventy, so uh, it's like giving a, a line to one player, you know, <laughs> under overs. So, so the line here for Jake Melksham seventy one. I will see your seventy one, Jake Melksham, and I think I could play in there for, and I'll give up ninety one. <laughs> I'll give up ninety one points if you got me in there. Uh, up against big Tim uh, English. Tim, Tim English, yeah. yeah. He he can bounce the footy. Uh, I, I can't be answer footy. You see how uh, this week as well, uh, Max Gorn uh, <laughs> came out that Hayder Shaw was saying that he's never bounced a footy ever. Well, if he group. bounces one tomorrow, maybe he gets a beer next week. That's <laughs> big time. Oh, you know who Max Gorn would crush uh, on this <laughs> shit beer. Uh, Max Gorn, if you're listening. Uh, uh, G- Gus and Gorney in good uh, podcast too as well. Yeah. With, uh, Angus Brayshaw and uh, Maxie. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. Maybe uh, like... You know, shout a beer, vice versa. Yeah, go both it. ways. That's it. We'll go on their podcast. They come on ours, etc., etc. <laughs> Equal standing. Equal standing. Yeah. 
Before you get into the cricket, do you want to just cover this where we're at? Yeah, so UFC 275, uh, the co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, the Bullet is taking on Talia Santos. And Santos was rank outsider in this one. From what we've seen, she's won two, if not all rounds. So yeah, far. quite possibly all three. It looks like uh, Valentine's better. So we're at the end of the third round uh, currently. So she's looked more... Like she's lifting in that third, and I wonder if um, Santos will start to gas. Championship rounds um, yeah, coming rounds. up. Has wrestled the shit. It's been actually a really good grappling match between the two, but Santos winning most of those exchanges so far. Uh, we'd mm. say she's probably three rounds ahead. Ooh, she's mm. got a good shiner there, so definitely uh, some shots are being landed. Um, and cool. She's sticking to her game plan, which is uh, get away from the power. And the champs, Valentine, so champs yeah. got all the work to do here in the championship Round. Remember before the show, Sean, how we are saying the difference between Valentina Shevchenko and Valentine Holmes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that lasted long, yeah, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> that, that, that was a useless exercise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens here as it unfolds. But, yeah, uh, a few uh, few people probably stressing, I'd reckon, that if they chuck the house on Valentina yep. at, <laughs> at, uh, at short odds here, I'd be interested to see how it unfolds. She did, she, it's good. Santos is a good, great size, but you can just see the more power. Um, coming out here and yeah, just whether that that will start to wear down as we're in these championship rounds now. We'll see how they. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> the champs throwing some nasty knees. I think they're gonna. Check. I don't think it's think... a legal strike. I thought they were gonna check her eye more than anything, because that's Ooh. starting to swell up and close. So. Um, Imagine I that you're up three rounds and you get if you get stopped. Uh, I think she'd be right. There, I think so too. She's fine. Uh, missing an eye poke. There's head clash. There you go. Head clash. Oh, right. Oh, That's okay. probably what caused the the initial swelling. Is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That happened in the previous round. That didn't happen in this round. Um, but they checked it. She's all good. Yeah, back back to hopefully not getting beaten up by Valentina here. We'll I don't like her chances. Right. She's Valentina. Starting to look like she's lifting. Yeah, she doesn't yep. look like she's been bashed for three rounds at all. Uh, not at all. Happy to allow, let Santos gas herself out and then go to work. Now, let's talk some cricket. Uh, there may be a oh or ah for those that are watching the <laughs> clip. Uh, excuse us as we uh, try to talk some cricket whilst watching UFC 275. Who said men can't multitask? Eh, me, I really struggle. <laughs> 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 uh, so the Australian cricket team is back in action. Uh, they've had three T20 internationals over there in Sri Lanka. They uh, won the series 2-1 with uh, Sri Lanka winning overnight in the uh, third dead rubber. Let's go back to game one. It was a bit of a walk in the park for the Aussies, really. However, Sri Lanka got off to a good start. They were one for 100 and then lost a uh, an absolute capitulation of wickets, nine for 28. Josh Hazelwood continuing his unreal so form so from the IPL. He had mm. four for 16, including all that middle wa- uh, middle order collapse and, uh, and Mitch yep. Stark uh, contributing with three for 26. Uh, and then Warner and Finch just absolutely cruised. Uh, Australia winning by 10 wickets with six overs to spare. 70 not for Warner. 61 not for Finch. Uh, Steam, what happened to Mitch Stark? He, he gets split in this one. What happened? I think he hit his own hand mm-hmm. in his follow-through while bowling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the spikes on his boot um, have uh, yeah, sliced index, up. Index finger? Uh, I haven't finger? seen pictures. Yeah, I but think that's it was good. down his index finger. Yeah, sliced up his down, hand down. on his own boot. Um, so yeah, I think he's he's missed the last two uh, T20 games, and I'm not quite sure how long he is expected to be out. But 
pretty. I, I think I heard we interesting. How do you do that? Like, yeah, yeah. You kind of yeah. got to contort your body a bit while you're bowling to slice your own finger, but. Yeah, somehow he's done it. I heard week and he got six six, six stitches. There you go. Okay. Mm. Uh, wishing him all the best, Monks. Have you seen? Yeah, index index finger. It is interesting yeah. how you mentioned uh, you know the, the contorting of the body. I can I can see it happening. Like the amount of, of rotation that these guys get and the follow through. Yeah, I can, follow I can see through. how it how it could happen. Uh, but yeah, game one, an absolute breeze for the Aussies. Good to see Finchie making some runs. Uh, he his form has been. Uh, uh, yeah. Sri- well, Sri Lanka don't have a left armer who can bowl in swingers. <laughs> uh, they, they started off bowling uh, one of the spinners, um, so you know, didn't have the big hooping swing mm. uh, into the pads. Uh, started off with a nice little uh, bit of spin bowling, so I think uh, Finchie lapped that up. Good on you, Finchie. I'm, I'm, mm. always, it was actually, uh, I'm always in his corner. He was actually named player of the series, which I think yeah. is a bit of a talking point. We'll get through the next two games and then we can chat about it. But yeah. Game two was a bit of a closer affair, although not uh, one for those that like uh, high-scoring games. Again, uh, Sri Lanka batted first and just made nine for 124. Charith Asalanka top scoring with 39. They were two for seven. Uh, and then Asalanka and Mendes scored a, f- mm. a little bit, 30-odd for Mendes as well. Uh, and then the Aussies, they didn't do it as easily as they did in game one. Uh, no one uh, scoring more than man of the match, Matt Wade, with his runner ball 26. <laughs> now, let me give you let me give you uh, a rundown of, uh, of the Aussie... Bowlers that probably uh, might have been a little bit uh, stitched up here, if you will. Uh, Kane Richardson, um, he had four for 30, uh, including three for three in the 20th over. Uh, you'd think four for 30 trumps 26 at a runner ball, wouldn't you? Uh, especially, I think, his uh, last four runs, the four runs to win the game, mm. were an outside edge that went past the keeper. Mm. And so man. <laughs> yeah, he was on man. 22 out of you know, off 25 until yeah. that last yeah. four. So uh, always, yeah. pl- always plenty of that in my you, way. You think a, <laughs> a um, you know, four for thirty where you've taken three in that all important twentieth over, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, might be um, more worthy of a man the match. A little bit stiff there. What about Jai Richardson taking blokes head off, heads off, and then uh, making them fall on their own stumps? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you feel a bit bad. That was uh, uh, Kusal Mendes mm-hmm. who got out. Uh, yes, a bit of a, a bumper, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, the. Just lost control of where his bat was going, swung back around. And it reminded me, hit wicket, not a uh, dismissal you see very often. But the last one that came to my mind was uh, Adelaide Test Match. Mm -hmm. uh, Butler Mm -hmm. uh, putting up uh, a very uh, resistant, very Mm slow-moving, just anchored himself to the crease and eventually anchored himself too deep in the crease (laughs) and and (laughs) stood on his own stumps. Mm -hmm. And again, that same bowler, Mm. Jai Richardson. So. Um, well, maybe that's a testament mm. to what Jai Richardson is doing and the pace that he's creating. The pace and, and bounce. Yeah, yeah, and the bounce and, and getting blokes, uh, you know, who, who normally, like you know, like a Joss Butler, uh, eat, eat pieces of shit for breakfast, <laughs> um, uh, forcing him back, uh, you know, in, in his crease. So maybe a testament to, to the wheels of Jai. Mm. And third game, overnight, uh, Sri Lanka winning this one. Uh, I didn't catch any of this. I was looking at my eyelids. Uh, but, Steve, uh, you, you've... Caught a little bit of the highlights at least? Uh, yeah, so uh, same fashion all three games. The team that bat first mm-hmm. uh, lost the match. So mm-hmm. Australia batted first. Uh, what they make uh, exactly? Five. Uh, 176. Five for 176. Fairly even contribution. I think Smudge uh, was a top scorer. Hit, uh, finishing the inis- innings, 
Uh, 30, oh no, Warner got 39. 39 uh, Smudge, yeah. 37, not You got out. absolutely stitched up there. It was Smith, 37, not. Stoin, 38. <laughs> Warner, 39. <laughs> so I did start off saying even contribution. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done, very well. Done very well there. So um, I think, uh, yeah, where we go. Yeah. Uh, so Sri Lanka in the run chase. Uh, they needed. They got to position about needing sixty off the last four. So uh, you think that that's in the Aussies' favour? Um, mm, it was the Sri Lankan captain uh, Danush. Uh, no, I've done a Sean. Go on then, Dashan <laughs> Shanaka. Yeah, I'll pay that. Uh, he was six oh. off twelve. Mm. Uh, finished up with fifty-four off twenty-five. So he went absolutely ham. Dude, I think yeah. he. He got each of the bowlers. He got Richardson yeah. of the Jai and Kane Variety uh, uh, and got uh, <laughs> Hazelwood as well. I think Hazelwood's first three overs went for 10. Yeah. He finished up with um, two for 25. So he didn't get belted, but Kane Richardson. What about his uh, side figures? Yes, yeah, very different out. last over. Mm. Uh, Richardson, given the 20th as he was in the second uh, T20, bowled three wides, got smacked for a six and a mm. couple of fours. Uh, they needed 18 off the last over, got to one off the last ball and he bowled a wide and that was it. And <laughs> Yeah, so Sri Lankan uh, skipper saw them home. Mm. Uh, series uh, finishes 2-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I said, uh, Finchie, who didn't get any man of the matches, I didn't think, mm. uh, got man of the series. He had 29 last night. I'm just uh, trying to chase out what he had there in, uh, in game two. Uh, yeah, Good, I think. I think. I, I probably would have said Hazelwood. Yeah, um, I, I think that's fair as well. Yeah. Probably the only thing, like, he didn't get any wickets in the second T20, but mm-hmm. he was very economical. I think he did uh, naught for 16 off four. So, you know, four and over in T20 internationals. Um, People need to be talking about Josh Hazelwood's white ball form. Yeah. Because so. for so long it's been, oh, Josh Hazelwood, he bowls line and length, he's McGrath-esque, he's, you know, he's, test, he's a test bowler. And, yeah, chuck yeah chuck him in that one-day well, squad. Well, the I recent mean, chat as well is like getting left out of the test squad because they want more of a fire option and, mm. uh, in the in the squad um, there. And, yeah, he's, like, his form's been unreal. Um, I don't think we can doubt. There's a reason why line and length works uh, in <laughs> yes. test match cricket and – you know, it works in uh, ODI and uh, T20 cricket also. Mm-hmm. His series stats, uh, he bowled 12 overs, two maidens, pretty impressive, six for 57. Uh, economy, 4.75. Across three matches. Across three matches. Yeah, so average, that, that's, average 9.5. That's why I give him yep, uh, play uh, of the series. Yeah, Finchie, uh, yeah, well done on making runs. Yeah, but no, you got a hundred runs. That's yeah. a robbery. Yeah, <laughs> where where is Shannon well, think, and yeah. Guy Sebastian? Whoever's um, <laughs> well, you know, Mop giving uh, uh, Wade you know, man of the match in uh, game two. So whoever's given out man of match, man of series. Yeah. Warner made more runs than Finch. Yeah, yeah. Warner yeah, had one hundred and thirty at sixty five. Finch uh, one hundred and fourteen at fifty seven. Finch slightly higher strike rate. Maybe it's just you. Know, Ah, oh, good on you, Finchie. <laughs> you, yeah, given the, the old boys. You, you got a few runs there, mate. Good right, on you. Anthony Brazzolo, second grade <laughs> AFL Coaches Award. Thanks for trying. Uh, uh, maybe maybe skipper for you know, leading yeah, the team. Leadership, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of... Uh, I, can't, I can't justify it. Going forward, Finch... I, and I think we've spoken about it before on the Esky, but Finch has given... He's got the keys for the World Cup. I... Uh, they said we'll, we'll back you in. We'll back you in. Yeah. You, you That's get, probably his last tournament. You get this tournament. You get this tournament, um, and then from we there, win the tournament. We'll from, from there, we'll reassess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of, as well, uh, that we've got uh, white ball uh, coming up in Sri Lanka, five five ODIs, but yep. Oz A is over there at the moment, and I like how they've sort of done this, mm. this co-current uh, kind of format. Uh, they played uh, a few. I've got the ODIs in the, you know, the air quotes. They're un- they're unofficials, uh, obviously, um, but they they played against uh, Sri Lanka. A uh, Cam Green a- with O D N I, not 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 yeah O D. It's international. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the correct uh, nomenclature is there. Uh, but but Cam, Cam Green turned up in the first one. Travis Head. Tunned up in uh, the second one. I was wondering yep. where uh, old Nirishan Dick Weller's been. He's captaining the twos. He's, he's the uh, he's the Magoo yeah. skipper. So old Dick Weller, <laughs> skipper of the Sri Lanka Magoos. Um, the Oz A players, uh, a lot of guys that you'd kind of expect, uh, guys that have been in and out, guys that have played a, lot, a fair bit of test cricket in there. Uh, the, the fellas that I wanted to mention, Henry Hunt. Uh, he actually captained the second game, uh, so he's uh, he's been making a lot of runs for SA South, for South opening Australia. Back, yeah, yeah he's, he's young fella. Mm-hmm. He's from rural New South Wales. He's from Cowra, I think, mm. up, up the road uh, from us here. Uh, I think he's yeah. um, kind of been uh, highlighted as maybe a potential uh, test player in the, in the future and maybe a potential leader. Mm. So good to see Henry Hunt um, yeah, getting getting his just desserts and uh, and also uh, the the spinners that they took over there. So Zamps is back here. His missus is having a baby. Um, mm. So Zampa normally Agar's been the Ag- um, Agar's been in the, the in the ones T twenties in yep. the ones and then the twos guys. I like this is so good. It's so <laughs> club footy. It's yeah. so club footy. Uh, so so they took over Todd Murphy, twenty one year old Victorian. Never heard of this dude. Yeah, I I listened to uh, the grade cricketer. Shout out much uh, better cricket podcast than this one. <laughs> Debatable. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Thanks for your vote of confidence there. I like yeah. their thoughts on the NFL or something. But yeah. but anyways, uh, they, they had a chat with him, and uh, he's only he played two games for Victoria um, as a fill in for John Holland. Uh, he's had a few seasons playing grade cricket for St Kilda. Shout, right. shout out Shane Warne. Uh, he's a, he's an offie, and in the you know, conversation of when Nathan Lyon retires, who's going to be our frontline guy? Again, this is very early, Jeez, yeah. early speculation. For two, what, first-class games, you were saying? Two it's first, very, very two, early to get an Aussie crack. First-class games, but you don't want to put too much pressure on the young bloke. Yeah. But just a name to keep in your radar, mm. uh, mm-hmm. cricket fans, Todd Murphy, and then Matt Kuhneman and Tanvir Sanger, a, a touch older. Sanger's only 22, I yeah, believe. Yeah, he's, he's young. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they also took them over. And you know how we're saying we... We can't have three spinners in a T. On the uh, IPL in an OTE in our, in team. our IPL team that we named last week. Uh, well, it turns out you can in an unofficial <laughs> ODI. They went through with the three spinners and uh, and just Steckity and Hardy uh, as as the quicks. Um, so yeah, very, very interesting. That. And uh, it's almost as interesting as as the ones. You mm. know, as a as a Magoo's man myself, you, you see, oh, <laughs> who's who's who are they highlighting? Who's going to be the future of Australian cricket? We've got an aging. Uh, you know, team essentially that there's going to have to be a bit of a changing of the guard. It's good to see uh, as well some of these guys that will play in the ODI series and then the Test series, like you mentioned, Cam Green, Travis Head. Good to see them playing in Sri Lanka, getting used to the conditions there, getting runs on the board. Uh, Kind of, they don't do the old tours as much as they used to, you know, where where you like, you have this, where you have... You know, your top flight team, mm-hmm. and then your second team, you're playing the local county team or whatever. Yep. So yep. it's good to see you know, multiple level uh, games happening on the tour. Mm-hmm. Your opportunity for the guys who are in the different teams and the different formats uh, to have a crack, get in form, uh, get used to conditions. So, And just more sport, more cricket. We yeah. love it. Indeed. Sean, 
Do, do you want to run us through this result here quickly in the UFC? Yeah, so uh, mm. Valentina did Ooh, win. Uh, yeah. Looks like this she, is contentious. Uh, it's split. I think it was split decision. Doing mm. a bit of lip reading there. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so two in her five. Down the bottom. Yeah, uh, she won, definitely won the last two rounds. Uh, Santos won the first two, and then it was whether the, Ooh, third, the third. Okay. As I was saying, as we were leading into it, that she'd she lifted through rounds. that, but also there was a lot of ground control time for mm. Santos there. Uh, potentially the fourth round might have been a ten eight as well, uh, um, mm-hmm. which could. I saw a lot of people had it like kind of drawn up uh, leading into the fifth. So it could have been tied tied score wise there. And maybe she did get, um, you know, the win in the fifth round. Uh, So it's, yeah, I think the way, you know, the championship rounds, we talk about that. She did dominate the fourth round and was heavily um, leading the fifth as well. Um, And then kind of played on third. I think it's fair enough. You look at the damage, you look at the amount of strikes she threw. Mm. She, she did struggle with the wrestling to begin with, but um, you know, no damage was taken in that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I guess from that that regard, you know, if you look at the fight as a whole, which you usually don't, um, she, <laughs> she, well, you don't judge it as a whole, yeah, but that's true. Yeah, that's looking at point. it as a whole, yeah, I think she was a deserved winner. Mm. Split decision's not bad. Um, Santos is... Um, a big lady for the division, so she could, could definitely come back and they'll, they'll probably run that back. And I think that's what Valentina needs is a, mm. um, someone yep. to compete against. Now with Nunes dropping the belt, like that's her, the only person she's ever lost to. And mm. uh, whether they did the trilogy and then try to do that again, mm. she needs someone in her division to compete with. Mm. Do you Maybe think that can be Santos. Was it a bit like you've got to beat the champ to be the champ? Yeah. So yeah. like There's always that sentiment and mm. the crowd's going to probably favour the... the um, uh, the champion a little bit as well, uh, knowing them as the, the star and that. And mm. yeah, if you look at the two, look at the damage and that might've swayed them a little bit. Um, mm. Though I think it came from a head clash initially, the swelling and then yeah. the, the cut though, I think came from the fighting, yep. but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. So that scorecard was 48, 47, 47, 48 mm. and 49, 46. Okay. So wow. one, wow. one yeah. judge had it very mm. different. Yeah that, yeah. that judge. Was that one of the judges that gave it to Valentina? So, oh, no, no, they would have given it to Talia, I would have thought. Oh, so there was the one 49, 49 46. 46. Oh, was, that would have that been was Valentina. Talia. Yeah. See, how does that work? Like, j- judging, you can't, you judging can't go in this one. Yeah. It was it's, clear. It was, yeah, judging. Or like a 10-8, like you said. Yeah, but it still wouldn't, you still wouldn't get a 49, 46. Could have been, like so like that. the 48, 47 would be three to two rounds. Yeah. Yes. But yep. if you did a 10-8, one of those, it would make it the 49. Anyway. Quick math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get. Oh, yes. If yeah, if she won three and then one of those was a ten eight. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but then it would have been a forty five. Yeah, we could also talk about this in the US. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Carry on. We'll, we'll work out the math we'll, and get we'll back see to if we can get bullet a, one. Uh, who, who, <laughs> what on. the judges <laughs> was going forward. So yeah. Either way. <laughs> great. Good fight. Great. Great grappling match. Um, the, the light heavyweights to come. Yeah. England, New Zealand. Uh, so they're what day two uh, of the second test, but let's look back to mm. what happened in uh, in the first test. Last show, we were leading into day five. Um, Joe Root at the crease. He was 70 knot um, or so going into day five, uh, sort of the game in the balance. Uh, they, uh, they were five for, and he saves the palms again. Mm. Um, he reached 10,000 test runs. Uh, is the same stroke that he hit his 100. So that was nice. Any OCD sort of people out there would have <laughs> yeah, get, get those juices going. Uh, and then it, it was uh, the exact same age to the day that Alastair Cook also achieved the feat. 
Did you see as well uh, during the week, Andy Lee of uh, Hamish and Andy fame mm. made a bet with one of his mates eight years ago mm. at 150 to 1 odds that Root would not make 10,000. <laughs> and, 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 and his mate said, oh, yeah, you're on, so. Uh, 50 to 1. That's, yeah. You know Jeez. what? Sometimes I think, oh, why are we doing this podcast thing? And then I think, oh, that's that's a bet down the pub that blokes yeah. that's, that's, that have had a wager yeah, and, yeah. and they're – you can do it, and you can timestamp it. And you yeah. know, hey, mate, remember back in 2021 when you said India are afraid of the Gabba? Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got that right here in in yeah. writing in the internet. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So a bit of a good vision going around of uh, Andy having to pay up. Yeah, I wonder how many units. Yes. I wonder how many units were but placed on that. Was he so the exact same <laughs> age as Cook, which was the youngest? Mm-hmm. But not the least number of innings. That's the caveat. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Tendulkar and Ponting both did it in less innings, mm-hmm. but they, they were, were older. older. Oh, yeah. So it's just a function of England playing a, a fuckload of <laughs> Test cricket. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so in in so terms of in terms joint of youngest ever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To the day. Do you get the hours and fucking get se- seconds, se- seconds out? out? Yeah, we're, we're, get the birth certificates get out. Get the birth certificates. <laughs> we need birth certificates. <laughs> I, I guarantee if those two were at the pub, they probably would. I want, the bir- I want Barat. I, I don't think the uh, English team... I don't want Joe Root's birth certificate. That's my Trump right <laughs> now. I, I don't yeah, think the know. English team <laughs> care too much about uh, birth certificates and where their players come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, chat, chat. Uh, can we get, actually, as Australian fans, yeah. can we get the birth certificates? Manus, don't worry about that. Of his whole squad. Yeah, look, I'll sacrifice... I love Manus. Artist, but I'll sacrifice him if what England it, can only play houses, England, yeah. England born players. <laughs> Sorry, Manus, I love you. Uh, you'll be doing very well for South Africa. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's not second really test is underway. is underway. And New Zealand made a fuckload, didn't they? They got sent yeah. in and yeah. made 500. Oh, uh, that, is, that is such a fuck yeah. you. Uh, Daryl Mitchell, Mitchell yeah, almost yeah. double ton. I think he was in the 190s. Yeah. The and Blundell. Yeah. I think they had a big partnership yeah. in the first test and they had a bigger partnership. I think it... Yeah. Uh, in the two two eighties or two nineties, yeah, I think the they were four four for one sixty or something, and then took them then, to just over four hundred. Yeah, um, the partnership. So, uh, and what that England won for ninety at the end of day three, mm-hmm. is it? No, day two. Day two. Yeah. Okay, so uh, New Zealand scored nice and quick. Yep, runs bonanza five fifty three. So three days to go. So you'd think either New Zealand win or draw. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good to see the Kiwi brothers going out and sticking it to uh, the. England well, slash very fake birth certificates team. Uh, hot and cold uh, <laughs> since that uh, test championship. Haven't they? Um, they lose to Bangladesh yeah. at home. Yeah. Are, are they, st- they still dead last? No. The Poms are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are the Poms still dead last? Oh, with or the win. win? No, I think up. with the win, I think they went up. I think they're about eighth. World yeah, test anyway. championship. Can you bring that one up? We'll bring uh, that one up, yep. yeah. The beauties of live podcasting. Uh, yeah, interesting. New Zealand have been so hot, hot and cold, uh, but... They always play okay in England. Obviously, yeah. the, f- the first test, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Joe Root, New Zealand, New Zealand go out and win that one, and uh, and yeah, definitely in pole position here. Yeah, in- England are at their, they're not dead last because Bang- Bangladesh are behind them. Yeah, yep. and, and then New Zealand is seventh currently in the ICC World Test Championship. Uh, I was getting asked uh, this week uh, by by my boss, Shout out to JJ, if you're mm-hmm. listening, um, how the how the rankings work in the World Test oh, Championship yes. in terms of points. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, that was my answer. <laughs> that was my answer. Uh, a la uh, player rankings, you know, how, yeah. how who decides one one through ten, and all the you know, it's all written out. It's like FIFA rankings, but yeah. do they make sense? 
no. Is there any way to, to explain it? And there's different weightings for different games, and then yeah. there's, there's a possibility competition that Australia's ranking because they're playing Sri Lanka, who's lower rank. If they win their test matches, they could still go down mm. because Sri Lanka is is a lower ranked team. Yeah, oh, surely not. They got a pump. You can't go down if you win. Apparently, there's some iteration where it yeah. can happen. So really, yeah, yeah. It's probably has to do oh, with close matches versus you got a, a shit bump them. So. Okay, without doing too much in-depth research. So mm. the point distribution, so you get 12 points for a win, six mm. points for a tie, four points for a draw, mm. and zero points for a loss. And then those points are associated with percentages. So 100 points for the win, 50 points for a tie, 33 um, for a draw, zero points for the loss. So I guess that play. so you get your points and then mm. I guess depending on – um, your percentage. But there's how, how, win, how that's win. the percentage is where it's weighted, and mm. then you also get deducted points. I think for slow run rates. Mm. Yeah. Over um, rates. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So imagine you get deducted for slow. Run. <laughs> 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 That'd be good, Petrara. <laughs> I'm thinking this. this deducting, <laughs> deducting. You're out. Yeah. Uh, um. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. The weighting must play into effect based Win on how much Win percentage is probably the biggest And I think we're getting... Yeah. And also, this is... I'm talking about the rankings compared to the World Test Championship because I think that's pretty cut and dry in the World Test. It's just uh, the top yeah. two. It's, it's, Go and play the final. Yeah. 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 Uh, the math to get into there as well. We're yeah. Just Anyways. All right. We, ha- we had a uh, tangent and we chose the quick maths route and it probably <laughs> made for horrible listening. <laughs> Thank you to anyone we'll, uh, stuck through We'll learn snare. the lesson one day. Yeah, I don't think nah. so. <laughs> <laughs> 50th <laughs> time's a charm. Yeah, we might learn it in uh, three and a half years, which is how many days or we'll <laughs> <laughs> you know, quick maths and work it out. Uh, India, uh, uh, top plane, uh, South Africa, uh, highly anticipated series here. Um, we saw the South Africans doing quite well in the IPL. Uh, we've got a five-match T20 series happening in India, so a few of those uh South Africans have gone straight into uh, this one. Uh, the first T20 international um, has already happened, uh, but what's the go here? India kind of blooding a few new guys. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure on the reason. Uh, so the openers were Ishan Kishan and Rudraj uh, Gaikwad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which screamed to me, obviously, no KL Rahul mm-hmm. of uh, you know second most runs in the IPL and fairly... Mm-hmm. Indian uh, mainstay as well as uh, skipper mm-hmm. uh, Rohit Sharma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure on the reasons uh, why they I, didn't I th- get picked. I, th- I think it probably they just come off the IPL season. Two. So oh. be a bit of resting. But I also think leading into the World Cup, those guys are established. Let's see. We've got all this depth that we've been talking about True. through the IPL. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's let's try some let's try some. You should come yeah. to the tree out. So there was um, that made that there was no uh, Rohit made for interesting who's gonna be skipper Ooh. because uh. Uh, Shreyas Iyer, mm-hmm. KKR captain, mm-hmm. uh, Rishabh Pant, uh, DC captain, and Hardik Pandya. Of, uh, of, of on the SP11 captain. Uh, you boys uh, spoke about it last week, <laughs> all in the squad. Mm. Uh, Pant gets the captain gig over Shreyas and Hardik. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure I would agree with that. Um, from uh, the outside looking in, I, I like what you guys said about Hardik uh, last mm. week. Pant seems like he can win you a game, but he could also lose you a game I, I think I reckon has some, has some like favourite son mm, uh, as in true. Life. I think we talked about in the past he's most likely maybe the next one to take over the Indian yeah. captaincy mm. so mm. 
uh, bit of grooming. Go, bit of grooming. Yes, they love yeah. a little bit of grooming. So yeah, I like to be Pant seems a bit more up and down, where Shreyas and Hardik seem a bit more level. Yeah, um, to me, I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah, India uh, make. Four for two uh, eleven, and Ishan Kishan up top of the order made seventy six as their top run scorer, uh, but that got chased down by the South Africans. Un- unbelievable, yeah. Um, with five balls to spare, and it was that man mm. of OTE uh, mm. team of the tournament, uh, David Miller, <laughs> uh, sixty four not out of thirty one, so striking over, over two hundred. Uh, saw them home. Uh, got a lot of help from uh, Rassi van der Dusen mm. as well 75 not out well they they came with a full squad didn't they they uh, would have have uh, probably well yeah so QDK opened mm. with uh, Bavuma um, and Pretorius, yeah, Miller Pretoria Nokia yeah so a lot of those guys who are there for the IPL mm-hmm. um, and so the second match is happening uh, later today yep uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds uh, if you like High scoring affairs and and yeah. uh, and runs over uh, two hundred. Yeah, that's right. What well, sure. we haven't seen in uh, the Sri Lanka Australia series, and uh, maybe uh, keeping an eye on this one is the way to go. Just uh, mentioning Hardik as well with the bat, thirty one of twelve balls. If you don't mind striking at two hundred and sixty, he is in some kind of form uh, at present. From is the cricket, back is that to cricket. The, that's done. Yeah, yeah just yeah. quickly back to James, the UFC. Do you wanna, we do you have refresh that? Uh, Yuri Prohaka walking, walking out uh, against Glover Teixeira for the light heavyweight championship of the world. Uh, again, uh, apologies if during our NBA or rugby league discussion you hear, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> that will be us uh, res- uh, reacting to this fight. NBA, NBA is. Finals time. Oh, and it's yeah. and what a final series. Desmond. We haven't really had a really close back and forth game where it comes down to the last shot. Mm. But what we have has had this pendulum back and forth, alternating wins, uh, a few away big wins. Big momentum for, swings. Yeah, mm. big a few blowouts. Um, and it's it's really making for an enticing series, which is currently at a Archbishop of South Africa, Desmond Tutu. Yeah. Game one was won by Boston. We covered that last week. Mm-hmm. Then we had three games this week. Uh, game two, Golden State take that one out uh, by 19 points. Steph Curry, 29. They were showing highlights of Steph playing defense. Steph, not renowned for his defense, but he was tenacious in, in trying to guard Tatum and the likes. They built a big lead early, didn't they, in this, this game? This was a blow. Yeah, this, this was a, a, a big old blowout. And then game uh, three, uh, Celtics, now in Boston, Celtics take that one back. Yep. So, yep. Uh, and if you listen to the tape, if you listen to the tape, I did say that I think Warriors win Game Two at home to make it a interesting series. Uh, that, was, that was really based on heart more than uh, <laughs> any kind of <laughs> hey, a- analysis. Came true. You know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Uh, play all the other th- stuff that was. <laughs> that didn't Don't worry about true. it. Yeah, <laughs> the world was going to end in 2012. <laughs> uh, I obviously, uh, I didn't really think that. I don't, Shout it to the Mayans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the Celtics take this one. Jalen Brown probably had his best game of the finals so far. And it's that team attack, that three-headed approach where, where Brown, Tatum and Smart can all hit you for over 24 in this one. I wish they got 25 because it's just it's better for, you know, punting and, uh, and OCD and the rest <laughs> of it. Um, and, uh, and Steph Curry w- was really good but not good enough in game three. Game four... Steph goes out there and drops 43. And who was talking that shit on him? Stephen A. Smith? I think so. Stephen A. Smith and talking shit? Jeez. <laughs> Hot take <laughs> there, yeah. They don't, they don't go in the no. same mm. sentence, do they? What was surprise, the stat? surprise. What was the stat there, Shauna? Uh, I think, well, I think the, 
the, the conversation he was getting shat on was he wasn't in in that same league as LeBron and Jordan. Uh, and is then, anyone? Great question. <laughs> uh, but then Curry drops well. the, the 43, which mm. is a, another 40-plus game for him, mm. and he equals the most 40-plus games in finals that LeBron and Jordan had. So, yeah. Without, uh, without in being the, finals MVP, that's a bit contentious there. Yeah, right well, he's true. got three more games in this series. To well, and if the Warriors win, he's the MVP. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. What did, what did you think about the crowd in Boston? Yeah, nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you Fuck you, Draymond. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's, that's what they're like. Boston, notorious for it. Philadelphia, notorious for it. New York, notorious for it. Uh, yeah, you, you'd want to have thick skin in, in uh, some of those arenas. gets what? cold up in the northeast. You yeah, get a bit you get angry. You, know, you know, get a bit everyone yeah, upset about Bill, these things. Bill Burr stand up, you know, he's, mm. he's out there and he's got that Boston accent and he's just <laughs> a bit angry all the time. And <laughs> and never gets any sun. Not like this you know, golden state, you know, love each other. Yeah, that's right, right. yeah. Well, there's been tape that came out of, well, I think, when the Cavaliers were playing there, LeBron and um, Golden State fans getting stuck in LeBron, mm. saying some nasty things as well. So it goes, goes both ways. What losers? You're, you're in <laughs> enemy territory. What do you expect? Could you imagine just being a normal working man that likes to drink a few beers and go to the sport and abuse super athletes that are 10 million times more talented than you could ever be? <laughs> what fucking losers? Who would do it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hostile environment indeed. Me and Steam have been in that building, by the way, uh, 2008. Uh, saw a leprechaun jump over Usain Bolt there. Yeah, dude, actually. We saw the Chicago Bulls play uh, the Boston Celtics, and this is like peak like Celtics, uh, yeah. you know, well, I'm talking... Uh, uh, I don't, I went to go point to <laughs> Rajon Rondo there, Paul yeah. Pierce, Pierce uh, uh, Kevin Garnett. And, and Ray Allen, Ray yeah. Allen and, and the, that kind of crew. And the highlight of that game was, yeah, the leprechaun jumping over Usain Bolt at the, <laughs> the halftime show and Brian Scalabrini coming off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, no, for the Boston Celtics, uh, my mistake. And the whole crowd just loving this big Scalabrini. Scalabrini. So, yeah, uh, good on you, Brian Scalabrini, for being a big white, uh, red, 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 red-headed bloke out there that now Speaking my language. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and gets the boys going. Alas, we are talking about the 2022 NBA Finals, which are locked now at 2-2. Shout out to Desmond. And now we have mm-hmm. the, you know, the cross-country flights going on mm-hmm. where they'll be back back, back in San Francisco. Is that – no, that'll be Tuesday, Tuesday morning, Tuesday our time, so Monday night over there. And then uh, they've got to fly to Boston and then pending uh, the results of these two games. Uh, have game seven um, – which will be back in, in San Francisco. So mm. if it mm. does go to a game seven, geez, that home home court advantage uh, in San Francisco is going to be hard to overcome. I don't think mm. the home court's been that advantageous in the finals, having no. said that, well, in, the in, the, in the whole in the playoff, playoff series. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and especially in the Heat mm. Celtics one where we saw it, it, meant, it really meant nothing. The last three games all mm-hmm. were the away mm-hmm. team winning, weren't they? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think Dallas, when they finished up the Suns, mm-hmm. finished them up in... Phoenix, mm-hmm. so so yeah. a little bit to that. So I was having a look at the I guess stats for this one as well. So that having the same record for the first four games, and then the um, the next three games being home away home, mm. the record is fifteen and six. Oh, okay. Um, the last to time the to the, to home, yep. yeah. The last time that that record was accomplished in finals was back in 1984 yeah. where Boston started at home and was up against the Lakers. Um, Boston won that one um, with Larry Bird being MVP. Um, but Omen. Yeah. Omen? Possibly a little bit of Omen, but 
it's all going the other way. Um, it would be Golden State Warriors who mm. would win if um, they f- repeat that um, series of home and away wins. Who we got? Who who we cheering well, for? Well, we I'm on, still I think you guys were Celtics. We, we, oh, no. we, we, we both went Boston. Yeah. No, I think Boston. I thought it was the other way around. I thought, I thought I was a Boston one. And listen to the, I was actually <laughs> listening to our episode uh, yeah. back, back this week. Well, yeah. I don't tend to lock doing it because listening to your own voice is fucking disgusting and <laughs> <laughs> reiterates how much of a beta you are. Uh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking about myself, of course. Uh, no, I actually listened to that. I'm pretty sure you went San Fran. Right, well, oh, you I'm went Golden Stage, was that? Fine, I'll stick with Golden Stage. <laughs> 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 <Fine, no. laughs> Put it on the line now. Who are you going for? That's it. Yeah, well. I think yeah, I'm leaning more towards the, the team, the team ball in, in Boston. Yeah, four, four watch, watch Golden State go out and win yeah. Yeah. two landslides. Yeah, yeah, that that's the that's thing it. they can do, they've got the well, factor to do that. Now. So, uh, yeah, yeah just, uh, I, I think the main thing I said last time was I think it's going Game Seven. Well, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. love to see Game Seven. Yeah, yeah. me too. Definitely. Scalabrini, <laughs> Scalabrini. Uh, if there was to be a game seven, does it happen to land on our weekend? Surely it has to. Tuesday, Tuesday Friday, Friday, it'll be. S- oh, no, you no, it'll be fuck. Monday again. <laughs> it'll be Sunday night over there. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> 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 already, already thinking about the city. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, looking forward to see what happens uh, and obviously in less than 24 hours time we'll uh, have a much better understanding as to how this series is going to look um, if the if the Celtics get a win tomorrow away and then get to get, get to go back to TD Garden for game six jeez it's going to be tough mm. NRL state of origin the marquee Queenslander yeah, I deleted it from the notes why are you wearing a blue shirt <laughs> yeah. just, to, just to rub it in fuck you guys fuck <laughs> let's 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 talk about how good a game it was for the neutral uh, yes, the neutral viewer, one of the better state of origin games, and and who won? It doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's only one game. It's just for the game. game. There's two more to play. Yeah. Do you realise he's wearing a maroon jersey? Yeah, yeah. Or a maroon shirt. I should Actually, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I went to this nice neutral green. <laughs> Go Tasmania. <laughs> All right. 80,000 in Stadium Australia, the biggest rugby league crowd in the post-COVID era. Do you see they were struggling initially uh, for... To they they only sold out tickets on the day. So Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah, right. I wonder if that was a pricing issue. Cost of uh, living in Sydney. Cost of living. <laughs> NRL problems. Yeah, yeah. Sydney, Sydney issue, um, perhaps. Uh, yeah. I think the league's got some problems with It wasn't with like that. rainy or anything like Nothing, that, was no. it? So I didn't have to worry no. about it. No. No. That as no. a factor. Anyway, they have less trouble selling tickets in Perth than they will in Sydney, and that probably speaks to where the NRL currently is. It mm. speaks to where Sydney is. People it's hate traveling to that venue. They don't like watching f- football there. It's it's too hard to get in in and out of. Uh, yeah, we, we could sixty minutes. Wrap it on about about this uh, <laughs> for, forever. <laughs> um, the teams. Queensland, they de- debut four players. Selwyn Cobbo, Ruben Cotter, Pat Carrigan, Jeremiah Nanai. I must admit, before the game, looking at those names, obviously we've spoken a fair bit about Cobbo and he maybe being a future superstar of our game, if he's not a superstar already. Uh, they, they didn't instill fear into my possibly arrogant, naive, uh, <laughs> overly bold uh, confidence in this, in this New South Wales team winning this game. 
All uh, of those players were excellent on, on debut, but we will uh, break that down a little bit further. And then a little bit of, I don't know if it was mind games from Freddie or what exactly was going on. Cam Murray and Junior Paulo were initially named. Uh, they went to the bench and Raymond Campbell-Gillard and Liam Martin start for the Blues. Uh, Stephen Crichton and Ryan Madison debut off the bench. Uh, I wonder if that played uh, messed up the Queens a little bit as well because Papali only played five minutes in that second half too. So that was weird. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was weird. It was yeah. weird, definitely. So I was just wondering uh, whether they, they kind of changed it. Well, of course they had the injuries and they were down one or two guys on the bench for a, a large period of that second mm. half. So that's you know they probably saved him for Papali, but they saved him for a lot of the if he's going to only play five minutes. But mm. anyway, um, it's interesting. I think the the changing in strategy maybe played a little bit into into that with the props. Let's talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Big, big talking point uh, since uh, the the wrapping up of State of Origin game one was the Isaiah Yo. Con- well, it couldn't have been a concussion because there wasn't a HIA. There was a head clash. <laughs> there was no check for you. <laughs> there was a head clash between Isaiah Yo and um, Papali'i on... Uh, I think he copped a bit of forearm as well. Yeah, and First a little bit. of the game. He, yep. wo- he, wo- he wobbled for... Well, Four seconds, well, and, he then, went and, then was, and then he was back in the line. Yeah, well, well, Tarek Sims grabs him and helps a, him get back in the line. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. this is like, well, yeah, you got to get get back into position here. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they didn't. Uh, or reports is it didn't hit level two or something, so it didn't warrant a further check. Um, I think they maybe should have been a bit more cautious, considering the dude's history um, of you know having concussions every other week. Um, but hey, the Penrith will rule him out for this week. Uh, so he won't play today mm-hmm. because uh, of yeah because of that. So they've they they say ruled out they have ruled out and haven't given us an injury. Yeah, they don't uh, have to. He yeah. played eighty minutes and has done nothing since. Um, so <laughs> I don't think there's any other things. Tight hammies, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't say rested. They could have just said he was rested, but yeah, they've ruled him out. Um, so he's right. injured. And um, obviously, the the conversation here is around this is state yeah. of origin. It is treated in a different respect than mm. say. Penrith are playing the West Tigers and it's round three and there's nothing on the line. Also true. Uh, Isaiah Yo perhaps maybe goes and sits, and sits, sits down. Uh, look. It's, it's, is, it's it, a player welfare question. This mm. is like they, they, of course, are going to play on. The coach is going to want them to play on. The fans um, are like... Yeah, everyone there. Yeah. So you, that's the whole point of an independent doctor. Is and they do have that decision. 18th man for that reason, right? Yeah. Like, Ooh, mm. Do they who, who, have a medical sub? Yeah, yeah they did. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, so Nico, Nico Hines is yeah. that that's, man. That's just part of the game, and, but it, that's, yeah. and it's not like for like. like oh, know. but it's also didn't isn't it still they have like the three head injury yeah, or mean, something to then be able to? It's not. It's not like the AFL. It's player, not like the so. AFL. It's one they have to have three. Yeah, know. it's yeah exactly. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You'll lose half your team before you use <laughs> a medical sub. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, it doesn't. <laughs> so again, NRL and player welfare, meh. But it's a, it's a warrior sport as well. Like I'm not. I, yeah, it I, is. I am, defe- I am defending the decision. I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think you have to wait, wait them different. Of, of course, it's not good for y- your brain, but yeah. also it's it's state of origin, and these guys play that many games in a in a year, and you're just as likely to have a head knock in a game that means nothing. And I think in that circumstance, they would have said, "Okay, come come sit down. You know, we can we can go without." Yeah. But then, mm. then again, you see the NFL and you see guys routinely dying under 50 um, mm-hmm. from brain-related yeah, CT yeah, injuries. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like, it's, it's just, and we talked about this a little bit, so that's short-term game for the, the, the loss of the long-term, potentially. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, and 
uh, I guess going like your point, you're in the gladiator sport. What do you expect? You're putting yourself in that position. Yeah, um, we're literally yeah. watching two men that are trying to beat the shit six out foot them. four, two hundred and five pounds. Uh, yeah, tr- try to knock each other out at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, yeah yes, you gotta, you've got to consider welfare, but you've also can, got to consider that these guys give informed consent uh, and 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 want to be warriors and and want to. You know, want to be there in front of eighty thousand and 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 do their best. So I can see both sides of the argument for sure. But maybe I am kind of leaning towards uh, the the let the boy play if if he's able to in a in a state of origin um, kind of camp. So what happened the rest of the game <laughs> after that first play? That's first. Xavier Coates could have could have gone the length of the field. Uh, he had an intercept uh, which pretty much hit him on the on the tit. Imagine with his speed, he would have gone ninety meters. But it was c- the Canberra Raider Jack Whiten who uh, had possibly been uh, New South picked, Wales best, I reckon. Yeah, had, and possibly By had miles. been picked out of position. Playing in the centres, uh, he was unreal. Uh, it was Luai uh, with the draw and pass, and Whiten was way too strong there for Dane mm-hmm. Gagai and Selwyn Cobbo, both themselves pretty big, uh, mm-hmm. uh, handy defenders. Um, yeah, you think Jack Whiten was was the best for the Blues in this game? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he offered the most. I think he gave him the most opportunities for line breaks mm-hmm. to potentially uh, get good field position and to score points. Yeah, he had a real good one when they were chasing points that second half. Yeah. He, Got Good down fans, the wing and he wing. just kind of got clipped or he stum- uh, he stumbled a little bit. He was playing he against Gagai, wasn't but he? But if he mm-hmm. kept his balance, they were in again. And it was just a little like little bit off balance. Yeah. And so yeah, he scored one, had that line break and you know, could have mm. I think uh, yeah, Gag- he was their best. Gago, in my opinion, was probably playing on one leg because he had that huge um, strapping and taping on that mm-hmm. thigh. I think he must have had a bit of a bad thigh cork. Um, so played through it, but he wasn't at his fastest. And mm-hmm. I think Jack, with a, just the extra power, um, did what he needed to do and um, had a really good game against Gagai. Didn't stop one. Gagai from scoring himself, though, mm-hmm. did it? It was all, all off the back of uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great because the Ponga pass mm-hmm. hits the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cobbo picks it up uh, on the half volley, running full speed down yeah. the wing. Down the side. Uh, I thought Teddy got sucked in a little bit. I th- I can't remember who was chasing. I yeah. think it was Luai from the inside. Yeah. Looked like looked like he had him, um, but Teddy kind of came up and then um, get, uh, Cobo kicked it in behind for Gagai to uh, bounced up. Good, good bounce. Good bounced bounce. up perfect for him, didn't Front it? Time. So. But yeah, good play from Cobbo. Yeah, great, great little, and because he, he was going out of bounds, so he had to do something. Mm. And rather yeah. than you know throwing the panic pass in inside, kicked ahead, perfect weight on it, and uh, and sets up Gagai. It's Origin, of course. Dan yeah. Gagai scores. <laughs> he he just lifts a butt up. Well, up was and, he was and he a dollar ten for any time yeah. price got for yeah, two always, two dollars fifty or something. He, he always scores. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, him and the other guy scored later too. That's. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Cam <laughs> Munster, how good was he? Uh, you would have spoke about Jack Whiten being the best for the Blues. I think uh, Cam Munster was the best bloke on the field. Yep. Uh, that one where yeah. he, th- he threw that big dummy to the right and he just goes bang, bang, bang. <laughs> breaks, breaks three tackles and, and, and breaks the line and, and that actually led to the DCE try. Mm. Um, yeah, he didn't want to remember. He just skipped over it. Thoughts <laughs> around oh. Munster? What are, oh, talking about the junior Paulo. Well, just yeah. before yeah. half time, mm. that was – under the posts and would have put him up. 
It was obstruction. Yeah. Would have been yeah. ten six. Yeah. I, I hate. I, yeah. I, it, like you have to run through the line. Cam Murray knew that he had to run through the line. The commentators knew it. We knew it. Yeah. We knew yeah. it straight so, away. So for me, this was the first game of league I've watched all year. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I messaged you boys the next day. I go. How's the bunker work, lads? Because <laughs> the commentators I was listening to on the KO playback say, oh, yep, uh, obstruction, yeah, no mm. worries. Of course it is. But they say, but Queensland are way offside here. Mm. DC is practically in the backfield mm-hmm. already. And does bunker not look at that? And you guys just went, we, Who knows how the bunker works? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's, that's been every, every, every week. Every week. Every, game. every week the talking point in terms of officiating is what is the bunker going on? Like, why is it there if they're going to look at things a thousand times? And well, still, why is it there if it's going yeah. to fuck it up? It's, it's still, <laughs> it's still, it's still, that was the interesting thing for me because I kind of was thinking through anytime there's a referral in cricket, mm. they check everything. And they they get, check, is it sneak? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, even if it's like, it's, it's myth- even if it's, it's myth- missed, yeah, got the precision it's by miles. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's, let's check for you know court. So let's check for LBW. Yeah. So the big difference, like. I guess, in this analogy is cricket is a slower paced game, especially in test cricket. Whereas everyone claims it's uh, the rugby league's got to be fast paced, all these stoppages. So they, you know, I think they've got a, a, a set thing they got to like look through and do it as quickly as they can, get to a result, game mm. on, keep playing. Mm. Versus, oh, let's spend, you know, not three gonna, minutes. Not going to sure check, check for everything. offside. Not going to check yeah. for... Yeah, but even yeah. to that, like, they do have, like, they do check all um, tries anyway. So, yeah. like, when they're setting up for the kick, they go back and review it. And then if yeah, they do it, see, suspect it's a, something, it's then they go... It's a 30-second thing is what I'm getting at. It's, it's not the, let, let's go through I mean, everything yeah. and check I it. I think it's so. more just they've got their blinkers on, like, all right, we're yeah. dealing with a try. We'll look for obstruction or... Yeah, well, the, the ref like sent it up as, I've got possible obstruction. Can you check it? So that's what they... I mean... Like to be honest, the ref if it probably was should have picked the offside and called a penalty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if it is a penalty, then they probably kick the two and go in a half at six six, and it probably yeah. doesn't make a difference to yeah. the uh, I, end result. But I think I think it's it was fair. just interesting for me. As I, think, a, I think it's fair in that they they go, yep, no try, obstruction, but uh, offside penalty. Um, what do you mm. want to do? And mm. they can make a decision from there. Like, yeah, I, I guess, in my mind, that's fair. That's that's the, the outcome. But you, you know what the bunkers like? They they'll miss that and they focus well, on they the Jimmy Paulo thing. And they got they weren't they, done they, for the game. Yeah, then they were they? Done, of course, <laughs> they, called they got, upon again. They got the ca- ca- Cameron Murray thing right in regards to yeah, the, that was the obstruction. Yeah, yeah, yep. it was pretty clear with understanding. You run on the line, you stop in the line and impede people. Then yeah, they're always going to call that, unfortunately. Then after halftime, back, yeah, back, magic. back to the back to the bunker. <laughs> when the D- DCE, yeah, off that mm. try that uh, off the scrum that Munster set up with that line break. Yeah, so DCE walks in untouched, no one within cooey of him. Yep. Uh, it was Tarek Sims, which had kind of um, and Tedesco. They mm. both, both over, yeah, over, but, but, but Tarek's in the line, and then Teddy and Teddy's yeah. the, f- the yep. fullback. I think Teddy probably. Ha- has has reason to, to be overcommitting. Yes, has be over reason to be overcommitting. Whereas Tarek yeah. seems as like the man he's meant to be marking is DC. Yeah, yes, correct. Yep. So and and look, if you're trying to defend these these right outside backs of Queensland who had been very good, I can see why he was you know trying to get get a little bit of a head start uh, heading over uh, to defend to his left there. Mm. But mm. Th- that was one of the softest draws you'll ever see in in, in state of origin <laughs> yeah. football, wasn't it? And DCE could barely believe it. I think that. that <laughs> He'd walked in. I, do you think that's a film thing that they did with with Slater and 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 looking at um, you know set plays and potentially and or maybe um, just to read DC? Just yeah, could just see though. Like, hey, yeah. they're, they're overcommitted over here. I'm mm. just gonna 
like I'll, I'll chance my arm, I'll run this one and see what happens. Yeah. It wasn't even a big right foot step. No, it was no. pretty, just a little one. Just a little, yeah. We were sort of talking Teddy about... Teddy was bolting that hard to the mm. outside. Mm. Yeah. So. And you're talking about like, I guess, the play of, or the emphasis of having a scrum in NRL and stuff. And like, mm. this is exactly like it's still... That's why they, ha- that's that's why why they keep them. That's, yeah. why, so, that's so why it still exists. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, the New South Welshman fans have been bitching about the fact that Junior Paulo uh, was potentially held, <laughs> Paulo. Yeah, held held up in that scrum a little bit. And he um, sa- he came out and said, yeah, I'd, uh, someone was pulling me, yada, yada. But that's it's a scrum. So you kind of go into that expecting, and that happens all the time. The props yeah. always um, link arms essentially to hold each other in there. So that, that's a very... You know, regular thing that happens week in, week out. You reckon? Ju- yeah. Plus, plus, we already talked about it. Uh, it was Tarek Sims' man, Junior Paulo, was not going to be marking him anyway. And did, <laughs> yeah. was Paulo going to ever be in a position where he runs down and tackles DCE there? No, not especially no. when Teddy is also in the backfield there. And That's it. <laughs> and from a one, one-eyed <laughs> yeah. Blues supporter that had I had this conversation when I was 16, this is bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. This is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's it. Uh, no, Paulo was never going to affect no. that play, I don't think. Uh, it's pretty no. redundant. I mean, 100%. You, look, you look at games through the regular part of the season, like through a scum, like scrum, sorry. Um, scum. Scum. Scummy. Yeah, Tell us what scum. you really think. Yeah. Yeah. Scum. scum. Queenslanders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> during the regular season, like the players in the scrum just stand there anyway and just let the ball sort of play on and mm. just um, walk back into the line anyway. So... I suppose, considering he tr- scored the try there, you're going to try and call something out. But, yeah. yeah, it's nothing in that, I guess. Hopefully they can fix up that line defence uh, from the, the set play for game two. Well, uh, their line defence in the next one was also an issue here. Mm. Um, so we're going into the Valentino uh, home. <laughs> Valentine home. Got him. Yeah. Yes, he's good. He has middle stuff. He has it off with a shot. It's taking middle stuff. <laughs> Val. Yeah, Val. Just like Val. That's oh, it was there. even up there for you. Just oh, made it easy. Man. Oh. Uh, and so Valentino is, isn't is not no. even. We're yeah. talking about Valentina Shevchenko. Valentino is like, Ross, like Valentino yeah. Rossi. So you know, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Holmes, the tri- Holmes, trifecta Holmes, of that. Val Holmes. Val yeah. Holmes. What did Val he do? Holmes. <laughs> He's going to try and um, off the off the assist from Ponga. And if you if you watch the the, the replay of this one, it was actually an, an excellent vision from Ponga because he's kind of um, you know loitering behind the play the ball. Mm. Um, just looks up and then sees that he's on the short side. He's got Haas, yeah. um, Cleary, and the winger mm. uh, as the three. And he's yeah, where was Crichton? Well, that's the thing. That's like, a yeah, good question, isn't it? I think he might, maybe he was in the tackle. Um, so, maybe. But, yeah. uh, but he's checked it. So then he's checked his Honger run. on Haas. Yeah, he's checked his mm-hmm. run, come back out to the short side, gets it. Then it's, I think it ends, makes it a you know a four on three anyway. Um, actually, no, mm. it was a mark. It was three on three. Three on three. Uh, he but he comes just got out. to the outside of him yeah. with speed. Mm. Yeah, Haas yeah. can't get there. That pulls Nathan in, in which yeah. then pulls Tupo in, and he just yeah. throws a cutout ball. Yeah. Um, home scores. I think Tupo was already lined up too far in. Potentially as well. And he also, he also gets dragged in a metre as yeah. well. Yeah. Can, creates plenty of room for Holmes just to walk in for another try. I thought he had a really yeah. good game, Val Holmes. Yeah, like he was, uh, yeah. Right at the end of the first half, uh, New South Wales put a kick in. Uh, his speed... He was the first one there to kind of kill it off. Mm. I think the there was another diving, time diving in that Nathan's second half. Feet, yeah, yeah, yeah second half where they again they put a kick in. He was the first one back there. Yeah, uh, his speed was a huge asset um, for Queensland, mm, and he played very well. Another guy that, of course, he does it in Origin. Yeah, yes. loves a loves the Origin. Oh, he's, he's actually been very good for the Cowboys this he's, year. But he's yeah. been having a great season. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely lifted, um, playing really well in the centres. Uh, found a nice home there. I think mm. um, he kind of fits his size and build and his speed very very well. And, spe- and speaking of 
Kalen Ponga also looked much more dangerous when he yeah, had a few weapons around. <laughs> when he has some talent around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been games uh, that, that I've watched this year where he's going, oh, he can't get himself involved. And there's been other games when, he, when they played the Dragons um, mm. and where you just like Ponga's the best player on the field here by by far. Uh, so just needed a little bit of uh, of cattle around him. You see the vid- uh, the photo doing the rounds of him with Billy Slater uh, back in 2013, I think. And oh, he, he would have been young. Yeah, po- yep. yeah, Ponga was playing under 16s or something, and and he, he's you know he's he's a lean lean little thing. Yeah. His, his hair's looking very red, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 then the the photo obviously of him embracing uh, Billy Slater, mm-hmm. uh, you know, next next to it, uh, eight mm. years down the track or whatever it was. It's uh, it's it's not. To see now, this this was uh, when New South Wales looked like they might be staging a potential comeback. Mm. Uh, just getting you know those little fibers in your body. Throw uh, caution yeah. the wind. Yeah, didn't they, really, they had to. Well, I suppose leading up to this, um, because the Maroons did have a few injuries, um, Sean was pretty worried that they would be a little bit gassed. In yeah, the last after after that 10, home 20 was minutes, try, I said, but well, I think we need to screw another one because I reckon New South Wales coach was yeah. done. Yeah, when did when did coach go off about fifty? About 50th minute. Yes. Yeah. And then I had that. As well. Nano went out. Yeah, went out. Rolled ankles. Rolled ankles and then came back. And did they have one other? No, I think that was it. But that was probably why Papali didn't play much. Yeah, they saved him till late. Because they. All those cowboys, back rowers that got the game had to play a lot of football. That's it. And then, yeah, that, I guess, yeah, led into the next try. Yeah, well, yeah. yes, through that 60th minute, um, then the New South Wales kind of took the ascendancy. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Cameron uh, Murray try, he, they basically went 90 um, in the, on that one because they just went straight down the middle and Queensland were, yeah, were bugging Tedesco at was getting more and more involved. Um, yep. Yeah, he had 290 run metres, Teddy. Well, I think he, he did everything he could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pe- Peps and I talked about this a little bit as we were driving mm-hmm. over that mm-hmm. the uh, the structures for New South Wales team and credit to the Queensland team with their strategy was very much to take Nathan out of the game. Like yeah. they they ca- they rushed up on fourth whenever we got the ball mm-hmm. to try and tackle him, mm-hmm. yeah. take him out, take him out of that fifth tackle option, and without Latrell and Turbo, they really had no other attacking options. Yeah. And Jack was doing yeah, as it was much really as he could. down that left side with Jack. Mm-hmm. What the other side? Yeah. Uh, Stags and then Crichton took over from him, but yeah. that right side really didn't yeah, offer much it was, it was uh, like attacking start. options. Yeah, and, and I think that probably came with Nathan getting shot down as well. He, yeah. he couldn't give them any good service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, true. Um, so a bit of game plan there, but uh, that last thirty minutes essentially ended up being the Teddy show because they were just feeding him the ball and just like make something Do happen. Something. Yeah, yeah, we need you to break yeah. break one open mm-hmm. and hopefully we can get through there. Whether it's like Cook and you know, yeah, Cookie was getting fall off a bit Cookie more and too. yeah, Co- so Cookie was very was good. Just, yeah, made 54 tackles as well, mm. I, I think. But mm. it, it begs the question, is Stephen Crichton the man for the 14 role when you've got a guy like Nico Hines who's sitting there as an 18th man who I think would be a perfect injection, you know, at that, it, point, yeah. it, at that point where you're looking for that X factor and no no rub against Stephen Crichton being one of the form centres in the NRL this he's got, year. He's got play centre, but, yeah, I, I just don't think he gives you the versatility that a Nico Hines – uh, gives you, I suppose, the, the counter argument is, oh well, Nico's not as big. Can he go out and def- if someone goes down in the fifth minute and you've got to chuck him out there to play seventy five minutes in the centres? Can can he defend? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. that's that's the, that's the counterpoint. But I plays just feel- eighty every week for Sharks, doesn't he? Or? Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah, he plays as a half as yeah. a halfback. Yeah. So I suppose uh, doesn't doesn't have 
uh, that that pressure on him so much, uh, you know, in terms of line defense. But yeah, I just I just feel like as a Blues fan, when yeah, when the, you feel that momentum starting to to build, and mm. and if you had a guy like Nico Hines in there, who's arguably arguably been the best player in the comp this year, uh, and if you don't want to argue that, he's definitely been top five. Yep. Uh, mm. uh, you know, having him in there to to inject. Um, you know something, uh, something in the last half an hour. Uh, it'd be an interesting decision uh, for Freddie for game two uh, to see. Do what you know they what do. I think they lacked as well? They lacked a, lacked a bit of pace, a bit of extra X factor. They probably could have done without a guy on the squad. Uh, I think him over yeah, Tupu. Yeah. Like Daniel mm-hmm. Tupu was there very much to limit what Kaiba did, and he did. Tupu wasn't bad. He wasn't bad, yeah. but yeah. yeah. But I think um, Adokar maybe adds mm. an extra level in the attack that you probably well, they just probably didn't want, go down that side. Exactly. <laughs> that was also <laughs> really. So yeah. We we yeah. did cover that, but yeah. Um, I, I would have thought maybe a little bit of extra pace there on chasing some of those balls uh, might maybe. have paid off a little bit of dividends. Mm. Uh, nice but bit of um, symmetry in the game in that the first play of the game, mm. Isaiah Yo mm. involved. Mm. Also involved in the last play of the yes. game where it got yeah. uh, a bee's dick away. Dude, oh, oh. I was just about standing up. I thought he was, was going to crash he, over oh, and he gets tackled so a metre short and then you feel like he might get the play of the ball. Yeah, they the did the well ball, to slow him down. Slow yeah. down they make sure that was the last play. The siren goes and, uh, you know, full credit to... Queensland, et cetera, et cetera. One of the best <laughs> origin games in recent memory. Um, obviously, Stings as a New South Wales Blues mm-hmm. fan, in mm-hmm. losing in Sydney in yeah. uh, in a series where you're probably favoured to, to take that, the thing and now it's going to be very, very difficult. They have to win in Perth yep. just to give them a That's shot it. to try to go win up, um, you know, in the impenetrable fortress of Suncorp Stadium. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, for Queensland fans and for, you know, kind of a bit more neutral sort of viewers, you know, Steam, you're saying this was the first game of rugby league that you watched this year. Obviously, living in Adelaide, it gets swept under the rug a little bit, um, you know, as they like to do with dead bodies in, in terms of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Into barrels. Yeah, some, so, some, some of, some of the, the crazy murders that have come out of Adelaide. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you're into true crime pod- podcasts, this isn't the one for you. But uh, anyways, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> uh, for you, watching... This being your first game of NRL this year had to, had to be good had to be good viewing. Yeah, obviously close uh, scoreline which you love, and you know right up to that last second, you know you still don't know who's going to win, and uh, but it did, did seem that they they do uh, like you kind of said at the top of the segment talking about Yo with his concussion, mm. they do seem to put the whistle away a bit in origin, uh, just, oh, just yeah. let the boys oh, play, which is fine because yeah, uh, it goes both ways, doesn't it? It's just let the boys play. And so it, it did seem uh, really just to be that last 20 minutes. And, and it's obviously you've got the best players out there, mm. so you've got the best defenders out there. So it was mm. you know, 16-10, uh, low scoring, not... Um, as many tries as you'd like to see, but it was wasn't really until that last twenty minutes where you really saw it open up, a few more line breaks, a bit more speed yeah. in the game. But but that's what happens when you get the best players out there, the best coaches, best uh, yeah. defenders, all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, what two weeks uh, to game yeah, two? It's a Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night in yeah. in Perth. Not uh, this weekend, was, but next. I was wondering, can you chase up how many penalties were in the game? It, uh, two each or something. It wasn't it was much. Low. It wasn't much. And how good? Like, yeah, like, that's what you want. Yeah, but it just kind of meant both teams often have to bring it out from their own twenty, their own thirty. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not getting to start a set. No, not in, a lot of people in the was, other half. There wasn't a lot of set like, restarts either in the, the game. Yeah, too, yeah. So. true. So. Yeah, um, New South Wales conceded four and Queensland conceded three. Four, three. Okay, there a little go. bit more than we yeah. thought, but still, still, yeah. I, I that, just that, for the rest yeah. of the that's rest of the that's uh, thirty minutes. Uh, 
you know, week to week in the NRL. Few, <laughs> what, injuries coming out of the game? So, yeah, so Coates left the game, yeah, as we've poor, already highlighted. Uh, poor, so, poor surgery fella. for him. Yeah, he... Um, yeah, so... Uh, break. He, he won't play in the series, I don't think, again. Okay. No, uh, uh, confirmed. But broken ankle and syndesmosis repair. Um, so, uh, hopefully... Um, you know, can can get good uh, for for later in the year for club footy, but uh, that's his origin mm. campaign done. Yeah, early, early chat potentially Oates uh, is a replacement. He had a Oates swollen. for Coates. Yeah, he <laughs> had just a drop, <laughs> drop the C and yeah, you're good yeah. to go. Uh, he had a swollen hand out of that game last night, but mm. uh, had a okay. blinder, so he could probably go into in that squad. But then it was also the hammer. Um, that, from yeah, who was in Cowboys. the who was in the squad? Yeah, um, so I, wa- I wonder if he goes straight in. Hamiso Tabuai Fado. They're the options. Kyle Felt had been good for the Cowboys. He's currently on the sidelines yeah, with an MCL. He won't be. Mm. I don't know if he'll be good for game two. Uh, so it'll so be interesting to see what happens there. Nathan Cleary had a had a big old shiner uh, on his eye. Mm, yeah. I think it was just a, a head knock. I. Uh, the Penrith team should actually be announced mm-hmm. for today. Yep. Not sure if he's good. Has anyone seen that? Is uh, he good to go? I think he's good to go. They start in an hour. Uh, the other big one that happened last night. He's named. Wasn't, yeah, he's wasn't named. in this game was Payne Haas. Uh, mm-hmm. Did the AC mm-hmm. in his right shoulder. He has, has been struggling with a left AC mm-hmm. all season, but potentially this one may be a little bit worse, mm, uh, okay. but we'll have to wait and see. I think he's got to get scans, right. et cetera. Okay. And Tony Staggs came off the field as yeah, well. Yeah, did a shoulder too and didn't play. And I think he's off for scans as well. It's a bit of damage for Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos yeah, had a well, horror yeah. game last mm-hmm. night. Uh, Herbie Farnworth tore his bicep and season done. Mm. Uh, missed yeah. the World Cup for England. And Reynolds broke a rib. So he's probably out a month as well. Let's have so a good chat in round talk. 14. Yeah. Well, let's just keep talking about that. Uh, we, can, we can talk about last night and then go back. Uh, so the Broncos win seven in a row last night uh, with their win over the Canberra Raiders, who were, what had won four. Had that strung four in a row? I think the Raiders have won four in a row. Yeah, I'll just double check that. Uh, Sean, you watched this one uh, last mm-hmm. night. Uh, mm-hmm. Your thoughts, please. It was a, a little bit of a classic fade. Uh, no, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. They, 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 they had a half, they, they had they, a half they, lead. They, oh, they didn't points, score a point. So. They, it was two points. So okay. they're only just in front. Only allowed one try in uh, the second half, but mm-hmm. couldn't score any points themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, hate a second half uh, try, um, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, had plenty of ball and plenty of opportunity late, especially with the Broncos kind of fading uh, with the injuries. They mm-hmm. were out on their feet, um, and the Raiders basically dominated the last 15 minutes but couldn't get any points. They turned the ball over too much. Too mm-hmm. many knock-ons, too many errors. Mm-hmm. Um, kept kept Brisbane in it. So uh, I think the Raiders could be there in the top eight. I think like eighth. You know, they might sneak in sneaking, in that eighth position. They've got, they've got a decent squad. And I think they're finally Fogarty back there, Whiten and six. They've got some halves pairing. Wolford at seven with Starling off the bench helps their spine. Um, so I, I think they've – and um, uh, Tarpany was actually – Dude. Uh, he was so good last night. I was just having a look at Tarpany's numbers. Uh, he was the biggest metre eater. Yeah, 12 it's runs, 130 metres but in the first half alone. So yeah, two, 200, 240 metres in the game, six offloads, 33 tackles. He has the most post-contact – Stoppage, yeah. Post-contact yeah. metres in the NRL this year as – 30 you, seconds to go in the fifth round. Yuri Brahaka yeah. has wow. just TKO'd – Glover Teixeira, who, from what we've seen, lip reading and talking about rugby league, was winning this fight. Oh, it was it was a it was a war. It was a war, yeah, Yeah. and potentially two rounds apiece going into that last one, Um, because I think Glover got the first. I would give the second to Yuri, third to Yuri, and fourth to Glover. You are good at multitasking. (laughs) (laughs) I I definitely hadn't been scoring rounds as as I went. Yeah, Uh, but the absolute war going back and forth, and I think Glover almost won that fight in that round. Mm. But yeah. 
They've shit, called the stoppage. The gold shirt coming on pretty quickly for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's huge. And uh, give Glo- Glover was getting beaten up in this fight too, but yeah. he just kept firing back. I think well, so is submission he, is a choke here. Yeah, he's submission. Yeah, he's tapping. So he's tapping. Oh, he oh taps. submission. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. It's, it's a, a bit was of sideways. Yeah, yeah, it, it must like. be. He's choking. Glover with no chokes all too well. Yeah, definitely. Wow. 30 seconds to go and potentially that is, was winning that round. That is crazy, so, man. What the hell? Yeah. What, what a, a war. war. That'll go down. Hats off to, to Glover, 42 years of age. Still, you know, mm, still doing a, out there only recently becoming uh, becoming the champ himself. And this up-and-comer, Yuri Prohaka, uh, is now the light heavyweight champion of the world. We'll yeah. discuss in depth in our UFC. Yep. Segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's probably enough on Broncos okay. Raiders as well. Uh, um, oh, just just quickly, uh, Raiders had won four of their last five. It wasn't oh, four in a row. They did lose a couple of weeks ago to Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, uh, the Cowboys uh, demolished the the Dragons just mm-hmm. two days after Origin up there at Queensland Country Bank. Uh, I, I kind of looked at this matchup as a Dragons fan and thought, oh, we'll, we'll get the Cowboys two days after Origin. Uh, hopefully, half their Origin players don't play. It was only Nanai. That, that didn't mm-hmm. back up. Uh, and uh, for the Dragons, Hunt played, Sims did not. Uh, I tell you what, blokes backing up after Origin two days later mm-hmm. to play rugby league, one of the most violent games on the planet, uh, they have my tr- like my utmost respect. Yeah, it's- playing, mm. playing reserve grade Aussie rules football <laughs> and trying to rock up the training <laughs> three days later <laughs> as a 32-year-old... <laughs> It's very difficult. It's very difficult. So these guys, they are warriors. They've got my respect. Um, it didn't turn out the way that I, I kind of had thought. I thought the Dragons were like four bucks. I thought, oh, good, good to have a little smoky, smoky here if half of the uh, Cowboys players don't play. Um, but uh, but they all backed up other than Nanai and just put on a clinic. Uh, Tamalolo, very good again. He had 207 metres, 91 post-contact. Uh, Jaden Sua was was back first game uh, after that ankle injury, uh, which he's suffered early on in the year. Uh, was a good signing, I think, for for the Dragons. Uh, obviously, at South, we played for the, the Maroons last year. Uh, he, he got in for a meat pie, uh, but it was it was all over. Uh, and then uh, unfortunate news uh, for Helium uh, Lukey, uh, who suffered an ACL. He'll be out for the rest of the season. Uh, Reese Robson was, was good for the Cowboys. Uh, Scott Drinkwater, good again. But the Dragons' defence was no bueno. Uh, there was a few tries that uh, got, you know, a broken tackle on, on the Cowboys' own 40 line and, and then just went uh, the, the full length of the field. Um, Cowboys are the real deal. Not that the Dragons are, you know, <laughs> world beaters by any... any uh, are they making the eight, perhaps? The dragons, they're they're going to be. In, they're exactly exactly where I thought they'd be. Unlike you with your facetious facetious wooden spoon predictions. I thought yes, they'll, they'll be there or thereabouts all year and probably finish up with a you know gentleman's tenth or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, look, if they finish eighth, I imagine they'll be making up the numbers. But um, yeah. uh, a team that's not making up the cowboy. Uh, Making up the numbers is is the Cowboys. Um, you know, an impressive win uh, just just two days after Origin. Yep, yeah, so. third um, and and Brisbane can, uh, can so, consolidate uh, fourth place with their win. Uh, South, uh, pretty easy uh, win over the Titans yesterday. We we were showering babies yesterday, so did not catch this one 
alive. Uh, has anyone seen any highlights or anything to go by? No. Okay. The, the big news, I'd say the big news coming out of this is Jared Wallace has signed a two-year deal to go to the Dolphins. Oh, so another forward. Yeah, they're going to have a good pack. pack <laughs> the pack's going to be good. The yeah. pack's going to be good. Uh, yeah, definitely need a spine. Uh, CSSS. Oh, Alex Johnson. I did see this in the news. Alex Johnson scored a hat-trick. Ooh, there you go. Yep. What's he oh, at for this season? Alex Johnson doing Alex Johnson things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, Monks, can you chase up uh, season leaderboards? But uh, having this conversation uh, with, with a few family members um, uh, and he is on, on pace to, to take that, that record yep. big time. So I think. Yep. Keep it up and he, he'll definitely get there. Yep, he's on 19. 19. <sighs> 19. Already. I've been closely followed by Mortalo. No, 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 that's line breaks. Back oh, sorry, not. Jeez, <laughs> wow. I was going to say 19 no, 14. Good. I was like 19. I was like, fuck, that is more than. He must have scored eight tries. I think he should be in the teens at least, but I didn't think he'd be that high. He's on 14. 14. There you go. What about yeah. Ryan Pappenhausen who hasn't played for why, a few why weeks? Why does his name got not get mentioned for Origin? Not big enough is, is often. Pappenhausen? No, no Johnson. 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 Oh, Johnson. Like he's yeah, consistently. Yeah. Top of the try scoring yeah. scoring chart. Yeah, and that and that's a that's a fair question. Yeah, I think a, a lot of um, sort of. I think because uh, like Toto and uh, Tupo and Adokar, they do a lot more meter meter, meter eating. Like, yeah. True. And yes, like you said, uh, Johnson gets labelled with the the winger. He's a finisher. The smaller, the smaller. Yeah, he's a finisher, yeah. not a. Johnson also uh, had the pleasure of starting his career playing outside Greg Inglis. Yeah. True. But yeah, reasonable yeah. question. Re- reasonable, reasonable yeah. question. Well, no, same thing with Nathan Merritt. He was at South for a long time, scored all the tries, never could make it in the Origin mm-hmm. squad. Bruce the Storm game. was the next matchup. Yeah, yeah b- big big matchup here oh, at, the, at the SCG. Just to finish on the Titans, though, oh, yeah. I, I think they've got a big problem uh, uh, roster-wise, especially a lot of guys trying to get out now. Big Tino is the only one that I think turns up week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of them are, you know, what Reese uh, Walsh was saying last week, they'd have a good look in the mirror and uh, see if they actually want to play for that club or not. Yeah. Gold Coast. Dreams Full of to, successful teams. Yeah, <laughs> where dreams go to die. Yeah. Um, Roosters Storm, uh, this was this was a good one. The uh, scoreline uh, probably doesn't uh, reflect how close the game was. Uh, the, the Chooks actually had a lead up until the 60th minute and then Melbourne just being clinical uh, in, in finishing uh, 26 to 18 winners in, in that one. Uh, what about Teddy? Just a score. Teddy, uh, 290 run metres in origin, uh, backs up on, uh, last night and had 239 <laughs> run metres, if you don't mind. Machine. Yeah, absolute, absolute superstar. Absolutely. He's not the best fullback in the game. Well, uh, <laughs> what do you think about Sawali playing origin? Yeah, well, he was lights out last night, uh, de- defended the line ferociously. I think uh, he might have had a meat pie himself, was in the 23-man squad. Uh, the bloke's 19. Yeah, He's going to play origin. So whether or not it's in game two or game three, do they throw Suwali in and he wins or puts Origin 2022 on his back and wins it for the Blues? No, I, I don't. I don't think yeah. so. Is this guy shout, definitely. is this guy going to play a lot of State of Origin football because he's 19 years of of age? Potentially, yeah. Well, not potentially. Think, well, yeah, yeah. I think, he's, I think he's two South Wales cop. Undoubtedly, who interesting, interesting <laughs> comparison. Yeah, well, mm. I, think, I think they could probably similar in age. Yep. Yeah, this well, similar in age, similar position. Mm. That's that's uh, they'll probably have a lot of battles going forward. But yeah, mm. we're, we're talking all about about Chooks players, uh, but it, it was a storm uh, that, that get get the win. 
there. Um, um, Kerry also another yeah, Kier- concussion yeah, for him. Yeah, and w- I think Sammy Walker had a head knock as well from the highlights yeah. that I saw. So hopefully uh, the halves uh, there for the Trooks aren't in too much uh, disarray. Yeah, the Trooks have been synonymous with um, head knocks uh, of late. Mm, I, have, have yeah. I wonder what yeah. they train like. I wonder if they go a bit hard and <laughs> where, you know the, the you know wears them out a little bit. Yeah. They get get a bit chinny. Yeah. Genie. Well, that, that would be Penrith of uh, anyone. Um, <laughs> true. Or what's his name? <laughs> well, that, uh, what, Rhea Hargraves <laughs> well, yeah. might be slapping a few of his teammates well, that's around the thing, too yeah, much. Hargraves yeah. swinging arms and hitting them too much in training. training. Friendly fire. Yeah, that's why you know Boyd Cordner and uh, Friend have had to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's too much friendly fire. Mm. Concussion mm-hmm. jokes are fun. <laughs> So we've done Bron- Broncos Raiders. Oh, I was doing an actual analysis. Chat of that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Tigers Manly uh, live in mm, front of us. Yep. Campbelltown. Oh. And the oh, Sea Eagles lucky. busting through the line, but uh, he gets brought down. So it's what? Are they still two turbos? Are they single turbo? Yes. They're, they're, just, yeah, they're, 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 only just Jake, they're only Jake Turbo. Tom up has in the there. stands. Yeah. And uh, so you, speaking of which, he just dropped the ball, but he gets a penalty. Into the second half now. Uh, 14 minutes into the second half, six to four, Manly over the West Tigers. Tight mm-hmm. battle. Mm. Uh, and then uh, this afternoon's game, three on a Sunday here. Uh, we have Knights, Panthers, and Warriors, Sharks. Uh, now, a big story that broke this week was Nathan oh. Brown. Well, we we, were, we, we forgot oh, Maguire Tigers, as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So let's just... Same what happened. Same yeah. as can't keep up. Let's go to coaches segment of the NRL. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. Because yeah, two, two head coaches sacked on the same day, the first time that's ever happened supposedly in rugby mm. league. Uh, the, so both Nathan Brown and Mike Maguire get the sack. Uh, I think Maguire's, uh, they've been doing a mid-season review. Uh, they've been looking Seagulls at... Seagulls in Ruben Garrick. Ruben Garrick. Most likely to convert that as well. Um, they did a review and they board and chairmans, whatever. They all got together um, and then the writing kind of was on the wall and Maguire was gone. Um, the, the writing's been on the wall for 18 months. But I also, I think, yeah, he's, he's had an unlucky run, unfortunately, for Maguire. Uh, but there's also some chat. I think they were all chasing the Penrith assistant. Uh, uh, now with the Bulldogs, no, I'm good. With the Bulldogs sacking their, their um, Trent Barrett, of course, and now with Nathan Brown also getting sacked, I think everyone was kind of trying to jump into that head coaching market at the same time. Uh, it's so Flooded the market. Well, it sounds like all three of them want the same bloke. Um, we'll see how what happens there. Brett Kamali is now the interim. Um, one testicle man doing that for the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's most known for, That's unfortunately. That's what he's most famous for. No, yeah. Of course, play, playing a very long career <laughs> that, with that Storm. That and throwing Origin losing intercepts. Yeah, yes. To, to Billy's later. Poor Noddy. To, to Matty oh. Bowen. Yeah, yes, very good. Um, it'd be interesting to Maguire. He's also the New Zealand coach. Uh, now there's a Warriors gig free. The national there. team. The national team. Mm. So whether you know, you gotta unify slide. the belts. Yeah, <laughs> slide in there. Um, Tim Sheens, of course, has been the, the the dude that was probably doing the review and was part of that process of uh, maybe white anting and sacking uh, Maguire uh, here. Uh, whether he steps in the job, I think he doesn't really want to. He's, coach he's old as fuck. Yeah, so is Wayne better. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think they seventy one. Yeah, I think they look they look for um, someone else in that space. Then Nathan Brown, his story was he didn't want to go to New Zealand, which uh, which we were just uh, giving Matt Lodge uh, an absolute pacing for a few yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> the own your own coach doesn't coach. want to do it. Interesting why you'd choose to be the New Zealand Warriors coach yes. if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. did you yeah. miss the NZ bit? The name. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I was reading during the week. Uh, it's for Nathan Brown. It was a little bit more family shit. I don't think his family wanted to relocate, so his girls. <laughs> They'll blame the family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had heard that too. Uh, one's got their HSC coming up. Uh, but yeah, but also, you, also. You, you sign a contract. You, I imagine you need to try and think of. Uh, of this couldn't future. have been a shock. It couldn't have been that you know <laughs> yeah. you yeah, sign well, up to be the Warriors coach. Mm. It couldn't have been you know yeah. a surprise yeah. that you might have to go to New Zealand. Yeah, I think he could have potentially done a fly in, fly out thing, and you know would, would have strained the family for for the year or so True. he had left on his contract. But you could, you could try and make it work. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to take the family with you. Yeah, um, and yeah. also we're blasting a guy. And to be honest. Putting family over over career, I I I don't hate that either. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so it's there's it's always two sides to the story, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, yeah. definitely. And oh, I guess that's my point. Don't take the job. Don't take in the first, yeah. in the <laughs> first <laughs> place. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't yeah. want to go to New Zealand, like if you go, uh, yeah. right, I don't want to go for, and I've got good reasons for mm. not wanting to go, mm. but yeah. don't, I, I think don't it's a bit weird country. to take the job as New Zealand coach and go, oh. I've got to end up in New Zealand. Hang on. What? <laughs> what? I, I thought we're the Central Coast Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Ardern had that place locked up till 2040. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Who's taking over? Uh, Stacey Jones, another oh, famous halfback, is now the interim coach for them as well. That'd be cool if he if he went on to, to take take on uh, his first Long NRL, NRL um, coaching gig. Yeah, Warriors legend. A name synonymous with New Zealand Warriors football. And... Uh, Mm. Well, Benji probably says hello, but arguably the the best New Zealand uh, half uh, ever. So yeah, that, that'd be that'd be cool if if Stacey gets the gig uh, long term. Yeah. So all three of those clubs now, including the Bulldogs, are out there looking for coaches. Mm. Mm. Um, so I covered the stat of you know never been two coaches sacked on the same day. Mm. Uh, the, we've already had three coaches down mm. this season. Uh, the most that have been sacked in a season is five, and that happened two years ago. Um, I think the Titans might uh, be in that conversation, or probably should be in that conversation with the way they've been going uh, as well, and we'll see if uh, Holbrook uh, stays with there. Um, How long's I'm just uh, getting it up there now. Holbrook has been uh, the Titans coach since the start of 2020. Yeah, he's one of those five as in new new replacements. Yeah, his record is 22 wins, 37 losses, 37 win percentage. Uh, I'm sure Trent Parrott would have loved to have had a, a win percentage like that. Uh, I think Holbrook might be might be. I don't think we'll see five. Games. I think he got a lot of those wins mm. last season. That's the problem. I think they've won three games this year. So well, if Holbrook goes, yep. then who's who's your match who's number you? five? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's down there? Um, Anthony Griffin. <laughs> Dragons? Is that hey, next? We're ninth. There's daylight behind us, <laughs> yeah. but Cook's safe. <laughs> so, so who's so who's? So you got the Knights sitting there. Oh, Knights. Adam yes. O'Brien. Adam O'Brien. Yeah, could be the other one. Do you, you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got Raiders not, sitting not in eleventh, but Ricky's uh, Ricky's un, unsackable for yeah. I think his yes, ten, his tenure. At, yeah. at he, the he'll have to get assassinated before he leaves <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders job. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, little Lee Harvey Oswald chat there for you. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, one more game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, an interesting one. Um, historically, the the Bulldogs and the Eels, uh, you know, that they ran the nineteen eighty. We didn't cover the fact that the Sharks are probably going to dick the Warriors, but let's just say. Oh, that. we just but said the games were happening. But yeah, yeah. The well, yeah, Pen- yeah. Penrith Penrith probably smacked Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are we now? Three twenty. The Eels will probably smack the Bulldogs on Monday night. Yeah, so, so I think maybe more the history, more interesting uh, than, than anything. Yep. Um, Parramatta, uh, although uh, they should get the the win over the Dogs uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, we have the same conversation about them every week. Uh, can they, you know, get above that that tier two into? 
uh, that that first tier. That just reminded me. I think Jack Hetherington, their prop, and mm-hmm. Adam Elliott are both going to the Knights next year. Yep. And not Adam Elliott because he's at the Raiders. He's going next oh, year. He's, okay. he's, he's on that one. He's going back to Newcastle for his love. Ah, mm-hmm. Millie yeah. Boyer. Yeah, that's how they, they met initially in Newcastle. That's, Very good. That's where their bathroom run-in happens. So. Power, cup, power couple. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I wouldn't want to run it straight at Millie Boyle. I would get absolutely <laughs> folded in half. Yes, yes. She's a strong, strong lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll wrap up our league chat, unless anyone else has any more tidbits. And it leads us into our AFL segment. Obviously, a pleasure to have Steam at the table. Uh, definitely the best AFL head by leaps and bounds here. Uh, Thursday night, we had a game. How about this? Mm. There's no rugby league on the Thursday. And they go, oh, well, let's have a Thursday game, uh, even though it's a, Shock even oh. a six-game round. Uh, <laughs> although we do talk about uh, if there is any code war between the AFL and the NRL, uh, I think the AFL is probably comfortably Ahead. winning. Yes. But, yeah, I- interesting one. Did, did they start this game at 8 o'clock, though? Yeah, it was quite yeah. oh, uh, 7.50, I think. It, yeah. yeah, but, I mean, they Still do this. So this them. is the second of the buy rounds. Mm. And so they do this during the buy rounds because it's kind of uh, – Easier to do than during week to week yeah. when you'd have to give a you know, teams less rest between the games. So uh, both Richmond and Port Adelaide. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other leagues that do this. I mean, but these two teams ah. played on the Thursday night. That had the week off beforehand. Yeah. So that's kind of how they justify it. The, like, the Cowboys and Dragons players that are backing up after two days of rugby league <laughs> football say hi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I- interesting, isn't it, to, to spread it out? Over well, I mean, you don't want to do that every week. No, but yeah, it wouldn't be every week. It's yeah. only in the buy rounds. Oh, well, that's why they do it during the buy rounds. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but every yeah. week, when they've got two games that are co-current on a Friday night, I think it's a little bit annoying. Oh, yeah, that that was weird mm. the other week when they did that um, Mul- game, mul- game in multiple Perth. times. This yeah, year. game in Perth, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. And especially when you've got a game in Perth, you'd think that you could start that. Yeah. At, on a later. Yeah. You know, like they do in the cricket. Yeah, yeah, true, if true. you want to have the doubleheader. Yep. Anyways, Tigers power, uh, two clubs that are sort of there or thereabouts uh, in, in a good close-ish, uh, well, yeah, close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you catch much of this one? Uh, yeah, watch this one. So uh, Port uh, going into the game with a very interesting tactic of no recognised Ruckman. Mm. Uh, Scott yeah. Lysett's been injured for them for a long period. Uh, Sam Hayes has been their fill-in Ruck, but they chose not to go with him. And go with uh, forward uh, Jeremy Finlayson, stick him into the ruck uh, to battle uh, Big Nank the Tank. Uh, so interesting tactic there. Started off all right. Port Adelaide got the opening two goals. Uh, then Richmond uh, went on a bit of a run, kicked the next six. Mm. Uh, Port Adelaide started to tighten it up just before half time, got the last three, including a goal uh, to Charlie Dixon uh, right at half time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that meant. Uh, Tightened up and third quarter got very tight. It was only one point the difference, three-quarter time. Uh, Richmond just finished uh, slightly stronger. Uh, Shy Bolton kicked zero five mm. on the night, including a dribble kick from about 10 metres out that missed <laughs> and it made him look like an absolute fool's head. I, I've, I've um, got Jason Dunstall's voice in my head. Uh, Drop punt! Drop punt! He, he would have been going off the, big chieftain. Big chief, but, yeah, uh, he wouldn't have liked that Fortunately, one. did not cost the Tigers the game. Uh Finishing 12-point uh, victors. 
11, 11, 77 over 10, 5, 65. So they've won uh, five of their last six. Mm -hmm. uh, Richmond, uh, they're now in the top eight. Set up a very interesting clash mm. uh, with Carlton next week. Mm -hmm. uh, Port Adelaide, they had been, I think, four of their last five going into the bye after that horrendous start. Uh, now they've got Sydney uh, next week at mm. Adelaide uh, Oval. So, uh, yes, from where they start, a very long fight uphill to mm -hmm. get back into the eight, and it just yep. seems that it's going to be, yeah. I think, you know, when you start zero and five, you can hardly afford to drop many games. So um, you have to be pretty much perfect from then on and, and probably too tall in order. Uh, with the Tigers, um, we always got to do Dusty Watch. How's Dusty been? Uh, he wasn't very involved. I think kick, he got kick two. Yeah, yeah. but. Third, uh, like, third, third end, Posse. Yeah, played a lot up forward. Mm -hmm. um, fairly even uh, contribution. A worthy mention, it was uh, co-captain Dylan Grimes, 200th game. Mm -hmm. uh, started his career battling lots and lots of injuries, um, but has been very important to them during their uh, period of success. Uh, and then this year uh, has been the co-captain alongside Nack the Tank uh, after Koch has passed it over. So good to see... Uh, him get to that uh, little mice milestone in his career. And also worthy of mention, mm. I think Judson Clark, 18-year-old, mm. kicked two on D-Bar. First two kicks. Were uh, first two kicks. So, yeah, yeah, started hot. Must uh, be nice. That'd be a nice bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. 18-year-old, good on him. Yeah, made a good contribution early. So. Into yeah. Friday night's game. Bombers and Blues. Now uh, you, you Monks, Monks, did you watch any of the Bombers game? I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's gone from fake, need to. fake fan to casual fan in, in one week. That's well it. done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was yeah down at Capital Brewing um, oh, yeah. on, the, on the Bucks party. So um, what, you're in forced, case, so you're in case they in the case they want to sponsor an up and coming podcast. Yeah, just in case. Well, out, of, out, of, drop, out of drop their, own, um, our own town. Capital, yeah, Capital mm. Brewing. So don't mind the coast ale. Should be drinking yeah. some of their beverages <laughs> if we're going to promote them. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. some of them are hard drinking. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, That's not the point of the story. Yeah. So um, unless unless they want to sponsor, of course. <laughs> oh, give me an XPA. I love XPAs. I'll drink XPAs till the cows come home That's and it. feel great tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so by, besides having fun at the Bucks, I had the Dragons on one TV. I had mm. the Bombers on the other. Jeez, that would have been I was shit. Oh, I'm just oh, in between yeah. both TVs. I'm just watching the third. <laughs> 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 just to interrupt Trent Naden just got sent off for a spear tackle. Trent yeah. Naden did. Oh, uh, no, you're mate. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Brent Naden, sorry. Shout out Trent. <laughs> he, he donates he donates seven bucks a skull. He gets sent off for a spear tackle. Oh, yeah, man. fair, fair. It's about okay. Face yep. first. Yeah, Jakey Turbo. I think he's okay. He's bounced off that big melon of his. But Brent Naden. Brent Naden, uh, sorry. <laughs> Too many Nadens. <laughs> okay. um, has, has been sent uh, pretty hard, you'd think, for the West Tigers here on Yeah, they're end. done. Man, they'll mm. win that game. Mm. Uh, Friday night. Bombers footy. Blues. Bombers Blues. Blues. Now, you had a flight coming over from Adelaide uh, to the nation's capital, which got delayed, and it kind of worked out advantageously for Yeah, you could sit there blue, on the phone and, viewing. <laughs> and watch the. Uh, I've watched uh, bits and pieces here as we kind of got told, yes, we're going to fly. No, we're not going to fly. Yes, we are going to fly. Uh, but it seemed like it was good. Uh, big Harry Mackay was back, uh, had been out for a few weeks with a MCL injury, and he looked like he had sticky hands. Oh, yeah. uh, he was back in good form. I think he had uh, three goals, if memory yep. serves. Yep. Charlie might have had one. two. 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 Yep. Uh, so good to see the big uh, pair of power forwards uh, back working in tandem. Mm -hmm. uh, 
150th uh, year uh, anniversary celebrations for the Bombers. Wild, 1877. And uh, so they had quite a few of their old uh, legends out there on the game, Mm -hmm. uh, pre-game, big... Uh, they all got there in the, the circle for the pre-game speech from Dyson Hebel uh, but couldn't get it done. They were competitive and played with a pretty good spirit. I think in the second half, uh, they actually, Bombers had kind of a forward 50 advantage, had lots of forward 50 entries, but I think there was a period where they kicked one goal six. Oh, okay. So they couldn't take mm. uh, advantage of it. And I think that is Carlton's weakness. If, if you can... Get the ball into the D fifty. It can get stuck there for a while. Mm. Uh, there are times when it takes a while to actually transition it out. Carlton obviously red hot from the center square clearance and can get it into those tools and they can score quickly that way. But they can get stuck a bit if it gets into the D fifty. And I think the last quarter, uh, a bit of rain started sprinkling down, um, and so I don't think either team kicked a goal in the last quarter. Uh, actually, but uh, Carlton were about, what's that, 26-point uh, victors. Take yep, them to 9-3 yep. and three on the season. Your quick mass was right there. I, I said 1877 is 150 years, so it's, it's 1872. Uh, <laughs> I've just been mulling over that for the last, <laughs> <laughs> last 90 seconds whilst yep, you break yep. down this game. Uh, Cripper, 28 and a goal. Brownlow votes? Um, uh, Doc probably gets three. Yeah, yeah, 30, I would have 33, 24 kicks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, while she got a few touches as well, yeah. yep. uh, Dylan Shield was probably the best for the Bombers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Parrish had a real quiet. Yeah, um, yeah. Then, yeah, maybe Cripps, Hewitt, or uh, Mackay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chera injury. Uh, yeah, he was out in the first uh, quarter. Uh, not sure exactly uh, what with, but they are thinking that maybe he'll miss uh, next week as well. You chase um, that one up, Adam. Chera, uh, it's been very good since coming across from Fremantle. Uh, Saturday's games. Uh, Speaking of Fremantle. Yeah, nice little <laughs> segue there um, into the Dockers. Now, Hawthorne are a bit of an enigma, aren't they? They Sometimes they look like crap when they get dusted by the Gold Coast Suns, or, or you know, and then sometimes they push Fremantle. They, they play to the level of competition. Yeah, yeah they do give the yeah. top teams um, <laughs> plenty. Yep. Smacked like, up Port Adelaide earlier in the year. Uh, lost, beat, lost by a point to beat, Carlton. Beat the Lions. Beat the Lions nice. a couple weeks ago. And yep. uh, they gave Frio plenty. Mm. Uh, Hawks were in front at half time. Mm. Uh, it was really just a big third quarter from the Dockers. Uh, six goals to two in that third quarter uh, that kind of got them back in front and saw them come away uh, with the victory. Uh, Andy Brayshaw, as he's been doing all season, uh, was once again uh, best on field, 37 touches, Mm -hmm. uh, one goal, uh, probably a few more Brownlow votes to him. He'll be high up in the count Mm -hmm. uh, at this point in the season. Uh, Dockers, they must be 10-3 and heading into their bye next week. Mm -hmm. Very, very nicely placed. Um, And, yeah, the Hawks, uh, I think their fans would be happy with what they're getting from their team. Mm -hmm. As as we said, they are uh, really... Being competitive and pushing the top teams uh, in the table. Uh, James Sicily, uh, last year, eight, gone all year, ACL back uh, this year. He's made a big uh, difference for them. And possibly uh, All-Australian, which we'll talk possibly. about in a second. Uh, Giant Newcomb, as you said, he's in the thick of Ta- the uh, rising star race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they've, um, even though they're not in the top eight, Hawks fans probably happy with what they're getting from mm-hmm. their team. Uh, week in, week out, know that they're going to actually compete mm-hmm. uh, with 
uh, the teams up the top end of the ladder and and give a good showing of themselves. Yeah, so. Well, they turn the corner a bit. They, there's there's hope and there's a future there. Now. Yeah. I think so. And, and they're, um, they're four and nine, but it doesn't feel like four no. and nine. And uh, and Mitch Lewis has probably been uh, their full forward who they drafted the same year. They uh, Sam Mitchell and Jordan Lewis left the club, yeah, uh, and they get the hybrid name. Yeah, and then they get Mitch mm. Lewis. He's been a bit of a project uh, as a big tall forward. He's come on uh, leaps and bounds this year as well. So there's a few players there in, in Newcomb and Lewis that they've really seen mm-hmm. um, taking good strides this year. So, uh, yeah, although they're 4-9, and nine, I think as a Hawks fan, you'd, you'd be reasonably happy with what your teams yeah, bring into the table each week. Or, yeah. or North Melbourne. Yeah. Moment, so. Indeed. <laughs> and, and not even in the same conversation. You know, if yep. you... If you they only just lost to Melbourne a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they're, they're they're knocking off some good teams, and then the games that they're losing, they're not they're not getting uh, blown off off the park by any means. Yep. Uh, Saturday oh, afternoon. Just before we go there, uh, 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 Sharon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He suffered ham- hamstring okay. tightness, um, so he'll probably miss next week's clash. Okay. So low low grade low grade. Oh, he's back. Yeah. It seems. Um, and Parrish had a quiet night because he got subbed out for he, a court, um, calf. Yeah, calf. He was limping around. Yeah. They were trying to play him up in the forward half. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, has anyone had a court, court calf before? No. Nah. Oh, I've, I've, I've had a couple just, before. Just thighs. Yeah, also yeah. Not, not much calf to... What calf? I was looking around. I was like, who's going to do <laughs> it? <laughs> Who, who's going to... Yeah, anyone going to so take it's it? It's a wide open goal. The goalie's not there. <laughs> the goalie's having a smoke break. Yeah. Uh, and no, he, the goalie's come back and he's put it in his own net. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've had it. They fucking hurt. Like they, I can imagine like, they Yeah, and, like, and can hang around like just for three, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, they can like, hang around. So you sure, yeah. yours wasn't a bone bruise. Cut. It, it could have been. It could have been. It, it, my, my my calf might have been so small that it it might have had been knocked into my actual tibia from and and had infiltrated the bone. Yeah, you got to do something. Bit of yeah. calf gear. Yeah. John uh, Jones says hi. Yeah, yeah. Lions and Saints. Small calf boys roll together. Let's go. Me and John Jones on this table versus any two of you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, keep in there. Good work. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lions, Saints. Uh, Lions uh, keep the party rolling. Uh, they got a 10 and 3. With the win, uh, Sean, did you see any of this? Did I didn't see no, highlights. I didn't get to see any of this. Um, I checking the stats. Uh, Lockie Neal probably gets another three votes. In that 37 one. he had. Um, of course, uh, I think Jared had another good game. Uh, they've got Hugh Luggage back, and he's been. You know, you need to say his surname Barry. McCluggage. Yeah. And Berry. Yeah, but yep, when you say, well, well, yeah, I don't know. You can say Jared. Like, yeah, I know. Like, Jared, they? Yeah, Jared from. Yeah. yeah. They might not I have any other Jareds <laughs> in the team. Jared from Subway. Jared Lawrence. There you go. Jared from Subway. <laughs> 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 My neck looks like a vagina. I'm on the Subway diet like Jared. Oh, shout out. Yes. Fiddle Barry, some kids, I believe. Barry yeah, had, yeah. Barry had a Barry had a good And Mick Luggage. The suitcase. Um, uh, had a good game as well. I think uh, Saint, Saints <laughs> were in front at half time. Uh, so Saints kind of started well. It was pretty low scoring uh, first half. A few free kicks to Max King. Uh, saw them uh, on the board early. But uh, Saints, I think, had a few head knock uh, injuries to worry about. Mitch Owens uh, was a guy that uh, cheapy that a lot of fantasy guys had their eyes on. Uh, I think in the second quarter got a head knock. Basically, just a front-on collision. Two guys both going for the ball, um, so he was subbed out. He's big, and then, big-bodied midfielder. And then in the third quarter, I think there a winger, Daniel McKenzie, 
he went up for a mark and uh, just he was going back with a fly and Charlie Cameron was uh, leading for the ball mm. and kind of um, ended up that as McKenzie went up, like Cameron not intentionally, kind of very accidentally kind of took mm. out his feet. Um, oh. And so he kind of mm. had both hands on the ball and didn't really – um, brace his fall, yeah. kind of got uh, quite um, a slap on the head as he kind of fell. So he he was um, out of the game from that point on as well. So, yeah, the Saints uh, yeah had to kind of deal with a few of those injuries and, and Lions ran over the top of them uh, in the second half. Uh, smoking Joe Danaher mm. was back. He'd been out a few weeks and it was first time this year that Danaher, Hipwood and McStay mm. all in the same team, obviously because uh, Hipwood... Mm. Been out and uh, Dan and her been out, so uh, probably take a few weeks to get that chemistry uh, back for those boys having not played together for uh, yeah any of the year up to this point. So, uh, but Lions fans will be happy to see all three of them maybe, out on the park together. Maybe that resulted in Cam Rayner having a bit of a quieter game in this one. Well, oh. he, he put quiet as well. Mm. Ten posies that just kicked the one minor. What did Rayner have? Because I think he started two behinds. Yeah, yeah, two behinds, yeah. 14, 14 posies. Eight, ta- eight tackles, eight not bad. Tackles, yeah. Yeah. Tackling yeah. pressure, don't mind that out of a small forward sometimes. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of good guys to fill in that forward line, which is, yep. I guess you, you want to have that, that problem instead of not. Mm-hmm. And currently, the GWS Giants taking on the North Melbourne Kangaroos at Marvel Stadium. Uh, a lot of concern about crowd numbers here. Be interesting, maybe if you can bring that up, Monks, on the KO. Um, yeah. yeah. Obviously, GWS don't have a massive following Is it um, on the in Melbourne, in uh, in Australia, yeah. um, and and uh, North Melbourne uh, has been struggling to attract crowds uh, when they play, uh, you know, b- bigger Melbourne teams. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see if anyone's there. Well, it doesn't look too bad in there, yeah, Marvel, from from scanning like. scanning the field in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Giants are off to a very quick start, twenty five points to two with four minutes left. So in and this so game. Is Callan Ward's 200th game yep. for GWS, uh, inaugural member of their team, uh, skipper for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and our first uh, guy to do it for the club. Um, oh, okay. I think he was. All, cool. I think yeah. he's consistently kind of been first one to 100, first one to yeah. 150. Mm-hmm. So first one to 200 for. Oh, look at that! He gets the ball just as we. Oh, there he is. Um, there he is. But. So I think that brings him to 260 for the career. Played uh, 60 with the Western Bulldogs before heading across to Giants. But mm. a good achievement uh, from inaugural Giant and mm. uh, skipper for a long time to get 200 uh, for the club. First one to do it. Nice reminiscing with you here on my left, uh, Steam. Uh, you know, it's, I don't get the nostalgia so much when we talk to you uh, via, via the, <laughs> the Skype or whatever program that is. Uh, to Microsoft Teams, uh, coming from the most computer illiterate <laughs> person here. Uh, remember being at the first Giants win ever? Uh, yeah, at against Monica, uh, the, the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, and the, so- the song came on and no one knew what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It Including the players. Uh, no one had any idea. So, uh, yeah, historic. People got around it, though, in the lead oh, up to the, 20, the 2019 final, it was grand final, it the was big, big sound. Yeah, and then it was one of the worst AFL grand finals yeah. of all time. But yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that one. Anyway. Uh, Toby Green's dad doesn't Life it. under uh, Spike McVeigh looking all right for the Giants. Mm. So. Mm. Uh, that is a Jason Horn. Uh, Jason Horn, Horn Francis. Francis. Um, Francis. Uh, yes, the um, Insta 
handle yeah. there, Horn 7. Yeah, we mentioned this fake Which trade. Which is weird because his number is 6, but yeah. anyway. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned this fake trade and that, that post that had been floating around last week um, and it came out during the week that he actually liked that fake trade. So I thought we'd throw it there. Maybe a little bit disgruntled with the way North Melbourne's going and um, all that chat and speculation that he potentially may so want out. Are we speculating so. about a like? No. Uh, uh, no, well, no, no, well, all, no, no, no. All the headlines was that uh, he needs media training. The press need to, to, to the, like the social media dude at um, the Kangaroos needs no. to talk to him. I think everything with this for kid. liking something. Yeah, but for him moving to a different club, I think is the, the problem. Um, that he is. It's funny. It is. Well, I guess it is funny, but it also is sending the wrong message to all your Oh, fans, the wrong so. message from liking him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's probably that he, he went back to South Australia without telling the kangaroos that's, yeah, as that's, well. That's a big And issue. so that, like, it's, 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 it's probably it's a, a combination, overall, yes. like the layers of these things. It's probably like if this happens, you know, on its own, you go, uh, whatever. Is that, yeah. Or after he's already had a little, you know, trip back to SA without telling anyone. No way. Thing, this like, reeks of Daily Mail. Writing, <laughs> writing on the wall. Where, where the smoke but is probably flying. Writing on the wall slash yeah. liking on the social medias. We do see a lot of it happen in the NFL throughout the season and yeah. stuff. Just random. It gives a fuck. Well, it's to show your um, you know, displeasure with the current club you're at, and it gets the conversation started. Do you Port know? Adelaide go? Oh, really? Maybe I'll pick up the phone and I'll call the GM and I say, hey, so the what trade, do you want? The <laughs> trade is they have to give up Zach Butters' first rounder, second rounder for JHF and a third rounder. Yeah. I mean, they may not want to do that, actually. No, they might no. be happy with Butters, mm-hmm. a first rounder, a second yes. rounder. So, you know, <laughs> also no, in no way Port Adelaide have consented to this trade. <laughs> like no, it's no. purely someone uh, but, you know, but does it start the instigation of picking that phone up is, is what I'm getting at? No. Do they put that call in and say, hey, anyway. um, can, I, can we get him on the cheap because he wants out? Um, yeah, we still talking about this. Tomorrow is <laughs> what what is good to talk about. Tomorrow, Queen's yeah. birthday well, there is clash. Team he could potentially go to. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, but the big freeze game. I think yeah, it's MND yeah. eight. I think we're up I to now. Yep. Uh, of course, uh, happens every year. Queen's birthday, Melbourne Demons, Collingwood Magpies. And uh, raise uh, funds for uh, fight motor neuron disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have that to look forward to uh, tomorrow. Uh, Demons coming off two losses, as we mm-hmm. highlighted, yeah. um, have the mop to kind of tidy themselves up a bit uh, before mm-hmm. this. Uh, but the Magpies are in good form. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've kind of a couple of close uh, wins in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Who they get last week? Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. They got the Blues before that. I, I think they were them. in the eight prior to the start of the round. Uh, so this should be a good game on Queen's birthday. Uh, looking forward to it. Trying to find out who it's the... It's a good time to get the, who the sliders the, are. Yeah, the well... Tormel and the coming off two losses. They got them last year. Last year mm-hmm. was the Nathan Buckley farewell game mm, on right. Queen's birthday mm-hmm. and mm. Magpies got them then. Uh, and... So, yeah, they're going to make it two years in a row. Some sliders include Terry Danaher uh, of Brother of Neil fame, Eddie Betts, Hamish Blake, um, David Neitz, Demon Legend, uh, mm-hmm. just to name a few. Have you blokes read the Neil Danaher autobiography? No, I haven't. Fe- I mean, very good. Very good. Yeah, imagine. very good. Had had a horrible run of injury uh, as a player as well, and then and then famously coached. Uh, I think over three hundred um, AFL games. Good. Good read. <laughs> Um, out of Ungari, New South Wales, shout out uh, to that small town uh, just down the road from West Wyalong. Oh, yeah. There you go, the more you know. Mm. 
Um, we already spoke. We already gave out mops for yep. May and Melchior. We'll we don't, we don't really need to cover again. Halfway through the year, down a bit more, mate. let's start talking uh, all Australian teams. Now, AFL.com, they named a, um, a mid-season team. Uh, Steam, do you want to run us through this one? Yeah, so the full back line, uh, Tom Stewart from Geelong, uh, Stephen May from Melbourne, Jacob Wiedering from Carlton, halfbacks, uh, Jack Sinclair, uh, James Sicily and uh, Sam Doherty. Mm-hmm. Um, the centres and wings, uh, Bailey Smith, Clayton Oliver, Ed Langdon, half forwards, Shy Bolton, Charlie Curnow, Christian Petrarca, uh, full forwards, uh, Tom Hawkins, Jeremy Cameron, and I think that's Charlie Cameron. Mm-hmm. I see you around yep, the camera. Yep, yep. Uh, followers uh, were Big Max, uh, Lockie Neal, and Andy Brayshaw. And on the bench was Jared Witts, uh, Tuke Miller, Patrick Cripps, and Callum Mills. And that was from all the journos at AFL.com. Do you think they got mm. any there? You, you're going to obviously run us through your um, yeah, well, All-Australian. And any, anyone in that team that that you think all oh, is maybe a bit contentious? Well, as as you guys would know, in the last few weeks with Origin, uh, rep teams always create a bit of discussion, <laughs> a bit of uh, banter, a yep. bit of uh, who would I pick if mm-hmm. I was the selector. So I had cast my mind over uh, the season that's been and kind of projecting as to what may happen. Mm. Uh, there were a few that I, I, uh, I shuffled around a few players, mm-hmm. a few are going out and a few are coming in in my mm-hmm. All-Australian team. So... Uh, Tom Stewart and Stephen May, uh, happy with those uh, in the fullback line. Jacob Wiedering is my boy, and if he had not done his shoulder last week, yep. I'd be very happy to keep him there. If you're just only considering uh, what has happened to this point in the season, yes. If you're considering what will happen uh, the rest of the season, I had to uh, go in favour of Alex Pierce um, from Fremantle. Uh, had a horror run with injuries throughout his career, uh, but he's been back. He's been consistent this year. Been a pillar of that Fremantle defence that has been stingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, been a big uh, reason uh, for their rise up the ladder uh, this year. So, yep, uh, weedering out uh, Pierce into the um, full, full back line there. Uh, halfbacks, I had no issue with uh, Jack Sinclair, Sicily, and Doherty. Um, all uh, some great stories in there, and actually in Sicily and Doc, isn't that and, yeah. um, unreal? Yeah, Sinclair has been real good for the Saints. That mm. big flowing mullet, uh, mm. you can't miss him uh, whenever he gets near the ball. Need a few flowing mullets in an All-Australian team, surely. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I took one out. I took out Bailey Smith, and yeah. this is probably something we haven't talked about. This was breaking news yesterday. Yeah, well, I don't know if you yeah. guys bit of caught powder. much of this. Yeah, so oh. I, the nose I, candy. I took yes. him out of the team oh. based on being suspended for the next two weeks of the headbutt. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I've moved... Uh, Callum Mills, who the journos put him on the bench, I've put him into the winger spot and he's the guy I could see him uh, rolling back into the D50 as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cripps, I put him um, also from the bench, put him into the centre. He has to start. No bias, but he has to start. Oh, like, I think like the potential potential Brownlow. I think the medalist. impact that he's had mm-hmm. on the scoreboard mm-hmm. um, this year has been really good. And, and Edward... Ed Langdon is the best winger in the game. He's the mm-hmm. like for a pure winger and run as much as he does. He never subs off. Mm. Um, had to kind of keep him on there as a specialist pure winger. Uh, half forwards, uh, Shy Bolton and Charlie Colonel uh, locked them in. Uh, but 
the journos put Petrarca in the half order. Mm. I thought Zach Bailey was yep. super stiff not to get a m- mention from them. Uh, I think he's in the high 20s uh, for goals on the season. Uh, so, you know, project that forward probably into the 40s, mm. you know, maybe Adams. crack 50. Out of a small forward, uh, pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, he... He and his uh, mate there at Brisbane, Charlie Cameron, are probably the two best small forwards in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to have both of them in my team as actual as a specialist forward rather than just trying to pick as many midfielders as you can and, 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 and play him out of position. <laughs> and Petrarca arguably hasn't had the form that he had last year. I think year. the last two weeks of Petrarca's form are... Uh, like a bit of recency bias is sticking in my mind. Mm. Uh, he, thing, recency bias is he, He's... Um, he's a great player of yeah. the competition. Of course. Um, Hot as fuck. Yeah, and, but I, I tried to think about actually playing players in their proper positions. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so going with that, I, I didn't want to go with the two uh, twin forwards of Hawkins and Cameron from mm-hmm. Geelong and instead went with Max King. Mm-hmm. Just got to remember several games this year against uh, Richmond and against Adelaide. He essentially won the game off mm-hmm. his own boot mm-hmm. um, and... So Max King, Jeremy Cameron and Charlie Cameron be my full forward line. Uh, then did some shuffling and had Max Gorn, Lockie Neal and Clayton Oliver, who uh, the journos put him at centre. I've put him on ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of means that, unfortunately, Andy Brayshaw, very, very stiff to be moved uh, to the bench. You got rigor mortis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> happy with uh, Wits and Miller on the bench. And I've put jo- Josh Dunkley uh, as more of a... Forward option yep. uh, goes forward and can clunk a mark and kick a goal. So he's a he can play mid, he can play forward. So it gives a bit more versatility mm. than just probably another straight midfielder. Uh, so basically, that was Weedering, Smith, Petrarca, Hawkins out, Pierce, Bailey, King, Dunkley in. But I think I also considered Sam Collins uh, for that tall uh, defender role. Uh, he's um, very good and. Uh, Sam Walsh, Kelly, uh, Josh Kelly are kind of thinking about what they may do in mm-hmm. the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walshy uh, missed, I think, the first match mm-hmm. um, against the Tigers and Kelly has been hot the last three, four weeks. And then Tyson Stengel, I think, has been reinvented, reinvigorated, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, playing at uh, Geelong. Obviously got uh, the two big boys there in Cameron and Hawkins, uh, who he can uh, crumb and, and mm-hmm. feed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's been very good. I think he's in the 20s as well for goals on the season. So Bit of a he's, career resurrection as well. He's probably behind Bailey and Cameron. Uh, he's the third one in that small forward uh, that you would pick, I reckon. Zach Bailey had 27 goals. Uh, back to yeah, previous discussion. Charlie Cameron, 31. So halfway through the year and you got, uh, what's that, 58 goals out of, out of your two uh, key smalls. Uh, is that I thing? think Lincoln McCarthy's been good. Yeah. Well. yeah. yeah. Them, so yeah. They're doing all right up there in, in Brisbane. Indeed, indeed. I, I like uh, what, what you're talking about there. I think Pat... Paddy Cripps, uh, obviously, you know, we're both Carlton fans, but I think he has to be uh, a starting All-Australian. Uh, be interesting, obviously, to see what happens with, with Bailey Smith moving forward. Uh, he's come. He's got the two weeks for the headbutt. Is he, uh, it won't, he won't get suspended for for um, the yeah, substance. It'll all be internal. Well, it's kind of coincided, like, at the start of pre-season, he took some time off for mm. mental health yeah. and... Uh, AFL is actually pretty notorious for like you get a three strike policy yeah. and it's not kind of made public mm. so long as you haven't gone and done 
uh, other infractions mm. if you've been on a, a substance. Mm-hmm. So, um, do, do so they keep it pretty quiet. Yeah. So is it, is it certainty that it was the white powder, or they're just saying? That oh, he he's, he's got a strike. He and then released a statement saying oh, he's okay. got. You know, a lot of work to do on himself and, you know, after the grand final was in a pretty low space and, uh, like, it wasn't – didn't explicitly admit to this is drugs and I was doing drugs, blah, blah, blah. But if you kind of read between Mm. the lines, you can – it was kind of a – an apology for – yeah, and if he's – For something illicit. Well, that's right. He has to be apologising for something then. I was just snorting tapping powder, dude. That's what it was. (laughs) White white powder. Too much baby oil. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good-looking rooster. Uh, Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what happens. But uh, I think, yeah, uh, obviously the rest of his season might be a little bit... We reckon get get that AA team up on uh, social and maybe a bit of banter if you're at us, if you don't uh, don't agree with what I've done of... um, my selections, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steam's happy to wear uh, a little bit of back and forth uh, in the comments. <laughs> Just need Monkey to uh, be active on social media and, uh, and we'll be sorted. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> public holiday tomorrow. You don't, That's have, fuck, it. You don't have fucking anything to do. Yeah. No. Surely. It's good inspiration. I need, I need inspiration. Okay. So that gives me something to do. Thank you very much for your insights there on the AFL Steam. Uh, we'll keep a maybe half an eye on this GWS. Not much North, to watch. I North think. Melbourne yeah. game at Marvel Stadium. Shit pumping. Let's talk yes. a little bit of NFL news. This is uh, more. I used to go for my wee wee break in the F one, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed I'm, the segments around tonight. Yeah, well, I'm also confident in, uh, in the boys' ability <laughs> to, to, to run us through some Does NFL that say here. more about uh, the other segments, how confident you are in the ability? I'm more confident with you sitting next to me. <laughs> that is definitely... On to the NFL. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. <laughs> I just did, and it's on the internet. <laughs> we can timestamp it in, in 10 years' time. All right. Bring two it hour, up. Two hours yeah. Dollars NFL, getting NFL. spent this week. Yeah, can you get out there? Yeah, interesting question there. Uh, don't mind me. I'll, I will maybe, work maybe it do out. that. Maybe do that first and see if we can slide out. There's probably not enough room around me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone's got to keep talking. Right. Yeah, NFL, NFL this week. Rams, um, Rams don't, don't have a salary it. cap, apparently. They can just pay whoever they want, however much they want. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. so the big one, I guess, is Aaron Donald being paid the highest paid defensive player in the NFL uh, to kick us off. Um you know, had the retirement chat uh, after the Super Bowl, but he's come back and got a huge deal um, for him. Uh, with a, well, I think there was a huge signing bonus, etc. Um, but it, I think it was over 100 mil, wasn't it in total? Uh, uh, just bring it up now. So he signed a three-year, 900. Oh, sorry, nine hundred. Sorry, ninety-five million 95. dollar contract extension. Um, yeah, he right. receives sixty-five mil in guarantees, um, of which forty-six point five mil is guaranteed at signing. Um, yep, and I think he yeah. was uh, he had this year, and he was getting you know up to, up to close to twenty mil anyway. So yes, yeah, so he yeah. potentially could make over hundred mil in the next couple of uh, seasons. Uh, Cooper Cup also got paid. Uh, he what did he get? A four year deal as well for a bucket loads of money, eighty or so. I think yeah, it was. eighty or so mil. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Huge money outlaid for the Rams players there. Uh, Hunter Renfo was the other one that got signed during the week. Extended he got, yeah, two Raiders. years, 23 yep. mil, I believe. Um, so I've seen a lot of memes going around that uh, the Raiders got the same player for half the cost. But uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I, th- I think uh, Cooper's probably pushed himself into a different um, level last season, but yeah, Hunter's been mm. good. Uh, but I, I think, think he'll go well at the Raiders with um, Daniels yeah. as the uh, head coach, being awesome. very successful with Welker and Edelman, True. who mm. similar kind of mould uh, to True. Renfro. Didn't, didn't do too well at Denver, though, old Joshy McD. Um, so we'll see what he does as the Raiders head coach. True. Um, I didn't say the Raiders would go well. So <laughs> okay. I said Renfro would yeah, go true, well. Yeah, true. <laughs> He'll get bulk targets. Um, and, yeah, with Adams there and hopefully Wallace healthy next season, he'll um, have a good season. Uh, the chat, well, we're talking about salary cap. Um, the chat's all week been about the loophole that Rams are using because they've added basically all these voidable years on the end of the contracts. So it uh, really depends on how well they're doing. So though it's a big um, number, yeah. realistically it's not a big number depending on how long they play for. But um, it'll depend then on how the signing bonus works out because that gets prorated over the years and how much they do up front and what's guaranteed, what's not. And um, they obviously, the Rams have a very good salary cap guy because they do like to trade away picks to get veterans um, to build. That's how they build their squad uh, to then potentially win win a Super Bowl and hopefully repeat. I think they they yeah. do like to go superstars and then budget pieces. Yeah, kind of, They don't really have middle-class guys on their team, do they? <laughs> it's either superstars or yeah. like budget no, and and pieces around. Yeah, you, th- you think of their draft classes in recent years and you... you yeah, what like draft classes? Ex- exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, they don't have a whole lot um, uh, of draftee of young guys in that squad. It's all the big superstars they've added from all over the place. And, well, it worked. They won a Super Bowl. We'll have to see if they can repeat that uh, going forward. So what else has been happening in the NFL... Uh, got note here, Madden 23 trailer. Oh, yes. Madden Madden for this year. They've dropped the official trailer. It's like a four-minute trailer, actually. Um, but most of it covers the new FieldSense uh, marketing thing that they've delivered. Uh, basically, they've actually got some football players and... Uh, um, you know, tag them, tag them up with the, the 3D scan and actually got them to run, block, do all the actual things and uh, now they've created a whole new animation system for the gameplay. So, it's so in- individualised to each player? Not to not that quite. level. I think they've got, basically got like three dudes and um, I don't actually think they were NFL players, they might be college players, but they've, they've geared them up and scanned mm. them to, to try to get better gameplay mm-hmm. um, throughout. So... Um, uh, Marlon Humphrey, uh, who was um, Ravens, Ravens cornerback, uh, got gets knocked over in, in this trailer with by Nick Chubb, and uh, <laughs> he, he was getting at him at social media. So oh, my career's <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> so they redid it. We redid another cut with him tackling Nick Chubb, and so uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. We'll help you out. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, whole new gameplay systems, whole new movements. So hopefully they've invested a bit more in the actual so trying the to make it look more realistic to mm. actually run, run like NFL players versus run like video game dudes. Um, so this is this is what I'm talking about with the the animation of um, actually getting players, uh, well, getting people, uh, and then scanning them to actually doing proper animations and tackles. Okay, yeah. So um, instead of just trying what? to generate, it. was Josh Allen. Josh Allen's yeah. tackling yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh yeah. Allenception. Does the game so, actually change at all? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that'd be the good question. Last year's game was a copy of the previous year's game. So mm, yeah. uh, I think that you, this is the big market piece to try and say, hey, we've tried to make improvements mm. and make the game mm. a better quality. Cover? Uh, we'll Any hints yeah. on the cover? Any or? curses? Uh, Madden. 
Oh, uh, yes. Yes, that's right. Um, yep. yeah, uh, there's a bunch of other editions. I think uh, JJ Watt might be on an all Madden edition, mm-hmm. uh, but the base game, I think, will have John as the cover. Appropriate. Yes. Mm. And Romeo Cronell retired this week. 50 yes. years in coaching. That's a, that's a long <laughs> that's time. That's a yeah. very long time. <laughs> well, you think of how many head coaching gigs he's he had. He's been around like – Probably not worth trying to mention the number of teams he's yeah, been involved in because we'll be lot. here a lot. A all day. Head coaching gigs, Clayton. Browns, yep. Texans. And I think he was D, D coordinator at Pats during mm-hmm. their Super Bowl run. Yeah. The first, yeah. um, Which first, <laughs> first trilogy. <laughs> yeah, that long-term coach, been around the league for a very long time and finally hangs it up after he's, 50 years. He's but, 74. Yeah. Good time that's to retire. That, yeah, yeah, that's dedicating well yourself to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, bit of money being spent on the Rams yeah. this week, but also more on money. the Broncos. Mm. Yeah, a lot more money. Loads <laughs> <laughs> more money. Uh, official, they did the. I think it probably ended up being the third round of bids um, on Monday, um, so that they um, uh, got. Uh, from that, they had four groups that were going putting forward for bids. Um, the Walton group, uh, which is the Walmart, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, family, essentially, yeah. uh, ended up winning the bid. Um, initial chat was around four bill would be the starting point. It ends up being sold for reportedly four point six five billion dollars. Billion dollars. Yeah, which is which is a fuckload of money. But then mm-hmm. when you remember that the that family is worth sixty billion dollars. Um, Damn. Uh, they'll just write a check and be happy with that. Is the family worth 60 bill or is uh, he, he worth? He's worth 60 bill. F- I'm pretty sure the family is, is worth a lot more. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did so you see them like remake the Broncos logo like in the Walmart <laughs> colours like <laughs> after the purchase? <laughs> yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what happens, whether there's a jersey switch up a little bit. Of course, staying with the colours, but whether new jerseys, yeah. um, whether they tweak the logo or Brought new, by Walmart. new stadium is probably the biggest um, chat now. that Because um, okay. their cousin, of course, owns the St. Louis, uh, not St. Louis anymore, the LA Rams. Mm. Um, and right. uh, Steve, um, not Steve, Stan, what's his last name? Knock or something. Um, anyway, you guys, I, I can chase that up. You can chase that up for me. Uh, they just, of course, building their their stadium over there in LA. I'm trying um, to Google Mile High Stadium, and I keep getting Mile High Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Favorite searches, yes. turn off. Yeah. <laughs> Team incognito mode, Richie incognito mode. There uh, you go. There's yeah. one for you. So the chat also has been that they want to get Peyton Manning as an advisor into this group as well. So mm. potentially getting some equity in the club. Because um, he's worth uh, several hundred million dollars, so mm-hmm. he probably won't get a huge share, but he could get a share and then potentially be that face a little bit for that group. Because they, of course, don't want to be facing the media and potentially not turn up to all the owner, owners' meetings. Mm-hmm. So if they can put Peyton in that position, maybe he can do all that for them. Uh, but stats, uh, big biggest sale of an American franchise, a sports franchise. So um, they're definitely number one there. The Panthers were number two. Their owner, David um, Tepper, or Tipper, I think it was, he was worth 17 bill. Um, so there's a bit, he was the, the second richest, well, now the second richest owner in the NFL. So big chasm, um, chasm uh, between those guys now. Chasm was right. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Um, um, I've, got, I've got here the New York Jets was... Mets? Mets. Mets. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you continue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Sorry about that. So, oh, yeah. dyslexic exception. Yeah. I've already Jeez. looked this up. So yeah, the Mets. The, looked this up, the yeah. Mets. I think there was two two point two three for the Panthers, two point two one for the Mets. Oh, I got uh, two point four. There you go. Well, Mets, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So there, that was. You can see the. And the other thing is the Panthers sold in 2018 for 2.2, whatever it was. Different climate, bro. Uh, yeah. Four Pre, year, Pre-COVID. Four years later and mm. double the money. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it shows how quickly the NFL is growing as well and all the deals and the money going into the sport. Um, overall, worldwide, uh, depending on the Chelsea sale, mm-hmm, will depend mm-hmm. decide on uh, who's one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw mm-hmm. as recently as a couple of weeks ago that there was a 7.5 bill for uh, Chelsea. It's um, reported. Reported. Uh, I'd seen three dues. and five bill as well. So depending on where they sell, they'll probably end up be wanting two anyway. Yeah. Um, so Seven and a half seems like a lot. Yeah. Maybe it's in Zimbabwean dollars. <laughs> uh, LA no, Rams it's, it's owner is Stan Kroenke, or maybe Kronk. Yeah. Um, he also, well, his uh, company owns Arsenal. Yep. Now he uh, he used mm. to own all the Denver teams besides the Broncos, sold them all to them by the Rams. Because uh, okay. as, as a condition of being an NFL owner, you can't own any other sports franchises uh, right. in, okay. in America because you're directly competing against yourself. Guess uh, which year uh, the original Mile High Stadium was built. Uh, 1980, no, further back. Yep. So they blew it up to build the new one, mm. um, which was in Fesco or Field for a long time. Yeah, um, so, so the, the the original site was built 1948. Yeah. So maybe they are due for a new stadium. Yeah, well, that was my high. They blew that up for the current stadium, and I think that was probably in the 90s after Pat Bowen took over. Because mm. that was a Vesco Field. Which is now Mile High Stadium. Yep, ninety five, I think. There you go. Uh, no, mm-hmm. right, right. So, uh, two thousand. No, it's two thousand two. Stadium so, chat. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> is that cool. NFL done? Yeah, that'll yeah. do NFL. Off season <laughs> news. That's it. <laughs> yep. Not much else happening. On to final you, round. You the, do. You do the sound yeah. effect. The <laughs> final round. <laughs> ding ding. UFC two seven five has just. Uh, Completed in Singapore uh, And we uh, have had Some interesting results Uh, Let's start start from the top of the card Yeah, go for it Glover Teixeira uh, was the incumbent champion Taking on uh, number two ranked In the light heavyweight division Yuri Prohaka Uh, A five round war unfolded Before our eyes But we were Mm. podcasting Talking about rugby league Sean, uh, you seem to uh, be, be keeping a good eye on this one. Yeah, good y- enough. You reckon going into the fifth round, it might have been two rounds apiece, perhaps? Yeah, it looked that way. Um, and they were they were landing shots left, right and centre. And um, Glover has great power um, as in this too. And I think was probably winning that fifth round. Mm. Uh, had uh, Yuri very much uh, damaged and um, potentially on his way out. But, yeah, managed to uh, get into the wrestle, get the takedown, um, and then... So it was more. It wasn't a full real rear naked choke. It's kind of more on in, um, like a sideways. He wasn't fully on the kind back. Of him turtled uh, up. Yeah, kind of thing, tur- turtled up. But he yeah got the arms in there and got the choke. Um, got the submission with thirty seconds to go. Uh, going to judges' decision, he probably loses. Yeah. Um, yep. I'd, I'd agree. So, so in in terms of that, can anyone remember a fifth round finish with thirty seconds to go from the from the the I, fighter that was losing. I think – oh, not losing because I think Mighty Mouse won a fight with like a second ago mm. uh, in the championship did, um, rounds. But I don't Derek think he was Did Derek Lewis losing. do like a finish uh, once uh, in a 
I don't, I don't know it. if it was a five round. Might have been three round. Yeah. It might have been pretty tight. Is that might have been like mate? Yeah, possibly. Time that he took his pants off because he was a bit too hot. <laughs> but he he finished someone late in a yeah. fight. Championships wise, uh, Anderson Silver. I yeah. did it against Channel Sona, Sona, because um, he. Sorry, Channel Sona, Channel Sona, Channel Sona, Channel Surfer. Yes, yeah, Channel Surfer. Sorry, because um, uh, uh, Anderson Silva was out wrestled for four and a bit rounds of that, and then oh, then got the triangle choke from the back in the fifth round to win it. You know what would be great when uh, Elon Musk comes up with this Neuralink thing, and me oh, fuck yeah, and, I can and me and you. Now what we need to do is I just do the names, and we've got your recall of five. Yeah, because true. like that would that would be all right. That would be all right. Yeah, well, concussions as a yo. This is the problem. <laughs> this is what you become. <laughs> you play in concussion. Oh, I've had fuckloads. <laughs> I've had luck foods. So Yuri Prahaka, let's talk about him. Uh, a, a kickboxer. Uh, he only uh, started fighting. Samurai I, background. Yeah, so I, I think is that why he has Shido. that hairstyle? Because yeah. that yeah. was all I could look at during the fire. I couldn't concentrate on you anything should, else. You, you should have seen him. I would uh, have no idea who during, was winning or losing. Let me put it this way: during fight week, uh, it was much bigger. He'd cut it for the fight. Really? So okay. he had a, like it was a big fall, and then it went like down to his shoulders. Kind mm. of. It was like big, big hair. So yeah, he trimmed it up. Is there a rule about can you like pull it? Like, is uh, there, I don't know. I don't no, think. I, I don't, I don't think like, you're not um, allowed to do hand pulls. In like union and stuff. Yeah. It's just part of like the jersey or something. Uh, like you can like. American football. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you look at all the chicks' fights, so that's why they wear dreads. So it doesn't get in the way. So it's true, like your eyes. True. Like but yeah. um, I think Masvidal's probably the. He's had one where he's it's come out. Like mm. his dreads have come mm. out. And he's, and he's it's more an issue for him because uh, actually, no, um, Benson. That happened to Benson um, in a lightweight fight. Yeah. Uh, He's he because he had it in a band. The band came out and he had hair or like sweat and then it sticking to his face. Mm. Like right. it, it actually becomes more of a um, you know. Is a, it just like a maybe it's not a rule, but it's a gentleman's or ladies agreement that yeah. Uh, I, d- I don't really think I've no seen enough touching hair, of the hair mm, and mm, or face. Hair, mm. You can't grab the cage, so I guess yeah, hair pulls probably a bit out uh, too. Can't bite anyway. A dog. A digression. It's a dog. I, I digress. Uh, it was good to see. I think he saw him with Jan afterwards, um, going a bit back and forth. Uh, so both being Eastern Europeans, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's the chat for yeah, the, the po- next Poland fight. versus uh, Czech Republic. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What about Yuri's record here? I'm just having a look. Obviously, uh, only thirteen fight win streak. I think after that. Yeah, only his third fight in the UFC. Uh, some pretty handy scalps in uh, in Glover, Dominic Reyes, and uh, uh, Vulcan uh, Ozdemir. But before that, was fighting in uh, Risen, which is uh, kickboxing yep. um, uh, out of out of Japan, and yeah, mm-hmm. was just was just on an absolute heater of a win streak. Hasn't lost a fight uh, since two thousand and fifteen, and has has had really a meteoric um, ascendancy mm-hmm. um, here in the UFC. Um, what was I trying to say before? Oh, he, uh, I don't think he, he really fought. Yeah, that's right. He didn't. He didn't fight growing up. Mm. He, he played. He played soccer and was a bit of a football hooligan. Wouldn't uh, surprise me. Eastern Europeans, yeah, football hooligan. Imagine that. You go down and go watch. You know, uh, whatever teams are in, <laughs> in fucking Prague, <laughs> fucking North Prague, <laughs> South Prague, or God, I hate South yeah, Prague. Yeah, no, Czech, Czech Republic versus Serbia, and then 
and then uh, afterwards. They don't know if they're arch enemies either. But uh, anyway, moving forward, uh, he he uh, he didn't really find uh, the fight game uh, until watching the movie Never Back yeah, Down yeah. of Amber Heard fame of <laughs> of defecating on the uh, on the she defecated on the bed fame. Uh, that's my Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> Interesting uh, to see the ebbs and flows of how the world goes around. Uh, yeah, Amber Heard been through the ringer, uh, if you will, and now the champion of the light heavyweight uh, division in the UFC is Yuri Prohaska. Mm. And probably uh, more um, in this fight shown that he has holds, he's hittable. Like, uh, Glover mm. definitely was doing some damage. Yeah, working, this, so. but definitely the the uh, biggest uh, working that he that he's had. Yeah, he's he's been dominant elsewise. So yeah, where to where to for Glover now? Forty two years of age doesn't really have anything to yeah. prove. I think the big the big does he uh, make another run? I don't yeah, know. well, the big question mark was always he wasn't a champion, and now he he has been a champion. Um, you know, does he have anything else to prove? Probably not. He could do some fun fights in that division, but there's plenty plenty of. That division since Jones has left has so many guys kind of in the same state now that they haven't really set a, 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 like a, a pecking order. It's more interesting. Mm. Yeah, so there's like, the, every the, fight is like a, it'll be a big fight exactly. in the top yeah. ten. So, so he's not going to get immediate uh, rematch or anything. No. So he's probably got to wait he's a year, no. 18 months or something like that. Yeah, which maybe, when you're, maybe 12 months. But when you're 42, yeah, that's exactly. a long time. Yeah, definitely. Like he, he definitely. I'd say he'd need one more fight to reinsert himself as the number one contender to then get the title fight. Right. Uh, that's generally what happens um, in that space. But yeah, that problem is that num that fight and that for that number one contender is still going to be a top five Against guy. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm. at forty two, do you want to make another run at the belt? True. Yeah. Well, perhaps you just mentioned ebbs and flows mm. before, um, and then Steamer, you just mentioned the Mauler. Alexander Gustafson mm-hmm. is coming back. Um, he's fighting light heavyweight after a few years out of the ring. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that last week. And in August. Because uh, uh, his last victory was against um, Tixera, So There you go. Has, yeah. has he been fighting in any organisation? Nope. Or he's retired. He's just had time he off. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to be a Swedish model for a little while. Ooh. He's pretty good looking for a fight. I don't so know about those. He's <laughs> colourful area. See, I think he was doing suits. Yeah, um, so him dressed up suits. Um, just... <laughs> just um, neck down. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see if if the Mauler comes back. Uh, had a three loss streak um, after mm. that that John Jones um, f- uh, war. Uh, no, that was the second time. It was the first time he fought Jones where where it, where it went the distance way yeah. back in yeah. two thousand thirteen. Which he potentially won that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, then lost to John Jones. Um, then I think he went up to heavyweight for. What did he do for that? Oh, Anthony Smith got him in that submission. Yeah, and he fought. Uh, he fought Fabrizio Verdum. I think he came very. That was up. his heavyweight debut. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was a bit unders for Anthony no, Smith. I think he kind of like I'd hit the wall in John Jones, and um, like, where's my fight career going? Hence why he tried to go to heavyweight, retired. He's like, I've I've lost the passion essentially, sure. and mm. uh, he's coming back. Obviously, yep. um, found that groove hopefully again, and we'll see what he, what he looks like. And um, if you come back, back after a few years off, it's not that easy. Which is our segue yeah. into the women's? No, it's no, not, not, not quite. Yeah, okay. <laughs> one, one fight I went early, man. Kind of already. Well, well, we kind of already chatted about this. Do we need mm. say too much? Too much more? Ooh, just, yeah, yeah, finish it off. Finish it off. Yeah. So Valentina Shevchenko, by a bee's dick, has held on to 
her belt as women's flyweight champ was obviously short price favourite. Uh, everyone that I was listening to in the lead up had Bullet winning this pretty comfortably, and uh, Talia Santos absolutely worked her, especially in the first few rounds. Uh, got got the back a few times, was nearly able uh, to to finish the fight. Uh, it seemed just didn't quite have um, have enough under the chin. There of Valentina Shevchenko, and uh, and Shevchenko was able to win via split decision. Um, and we don't know how the judges have scored this, but someone scored it 49-46, uh, and the, no judge scored it the same. Scored it the same. Yeah. So the, there's the two forty-eight forty-sevens. Um, uh, one for each one, and then someone uh, did Valentina with the forty nine forty six, which potentially could be a four one. Which, uh, if that was the case, that that judge should probably be fired. That's a <laughs> fucking travesty uh, if you're watching that fight. Um, maybe there's some combination of the math that and yes, three two with a ten eight. Yeah, with a ten eight. Yes, um, get get gets there. Um, but she, yeah, I've, I think overall it's fair for her to win that fight. Um, I think she came on. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, that, that back end of that fight, she definitely came on and proved herself to be the champion. Was absolutely laying the punishment um, in those fourth and fifth rounds. Uh, potentially in the fifth, shouldn't have taken that fight to the ground. Um, kind of got caught up there and really couldn't push that advantage, whereas she was dominating the feet in that mm. fourth. So mm-hmm. maybe could have looked for more punishment and a finish in the fifth. But either way, uh, big props to Santos for not getting murdered in the first round. Um, <laughs> and kind of... Maybe gives um, Valentina something to look forward to, you know, a challenge in that division because she's lacked it. First um, time I she's think, been yeah. tested in a long time, right? Yeah. Do, do we have to stop sleeping on these female challenges? You know, uh, we, we saw it with with not Car- quite yet. She didn't win, but <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Julia Pena won, it's not as one side, and, and Ka- Carla Esparza won, True. and you know, like um, when when Nunes lost to uh, to Pena. No one saw that coming. She was rank outsider. Mm. Maybe we've got to give a little bit more credit to, to these outside Amy. outside uh, female fighters. Uh, I hate to say it, but I kind of think that Nunes' loss was more on her than her competition. Okay. I think she came into that fight very unders and unmotivated. Um, so we'll have to see what that looks like now that she doesn't have the belt and when she comes back. In other news, Sean has also mm. called out Juliana Pena to one on one. As long as it's a wrestling match. <laughs> I'm still going Pena. No, no. Yeah, I'll probably lose, but hey. <laughs> it's, it's a pronunciation match. Ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Pena. Just, damn it. Just being a, yeah, talk English. <laughs> I, I don't, English is in a national language. You probably still beat me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of, a bit of Speaking of uh, difficult names to pronounce, oh, the, the next one on the card. Yeah. Uh, so Zhang Weili, I think we're close there, although there's some conjecture around the, the first name. Yep. Against Joanna Jedrashek. 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 Anyway. <laughs> it's the Drake. This was a highlight finish. Uh, this was uh, happening yeah. just as we arrived, wasn't it? The <laughs> spinning back fist. Slash from the end of the forearm. Kind of yeah, probably forearm. more forearm. But forearm wrist, yeah. Yes, yeah. Spinning at least. Mm. And uh, yeah, caught Joanna right on the uh, ear. Um, yeah. Slash temple. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, one and a bit rounds yep. in. And yep. so in the second round. That was a segue that I was trying to set up before. This was the second. <laughs> I forgot about the, the co-main event. This was these two ladies' <laughs> uh, second go at place. it. And the first one was an absolute war. Um, and long time since Joanna last fought, 
uh, fought. Yeah, that um, was that was, was the last fight. And as as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, leaving her gloves in the ring, uh, mm. leaving it all behind onto the next stage of her life. Uh, Zhang, uh, top contender is she or? Uh, Oh, previous champion, Who, obviously. Who's got that belt in that division at the moment? Because um, Tim Rose just lose it. Carla Esperanza. Yeah, so, yeah. so of, she, she probably of, second. was on Kentucky with Trent Naden fame. Trent or Brent? Of not Brent Naden fame. <laughs> but, yes. So what, Zhang's yeah. probably put her name yeah, she's up, up in there for a, a title shot coming up soon? Yep. Yeah, maybe yeah. they run it back with Thug first, um, but if not, she'd be second, I'd say, in that division. Yeah, she's listed second at the moment. So there you go. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I'm not sure if that would have been updated for today's fights just yet. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it would bump her above not, Rose, but it puts her in the conversation if they don't mm, want certainly. to run it back with Rose. Like mm. if they want to say, hey, Rose, you got to do go take a fight somewhere. Yeah. Um, mm. Maybe that's the fight. It's it's Rose and Whaley, but if not, then um, that Esperanza Namahuna's fight was also infamously boring. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So it's running that back is probably unlikely. So yeah, she's probably uh, in that yeah. title contention. Yeah, I think yeah, Esperanza Whaley makes sense. Yep. Mm. Great. Yeah. And were you watching the the fights before we arrived, monks? Were you watching this next one? Or yeah, how did um, our Aussie boys go? A little bit, yeah. So I suppose, I guess the breaking news from yesterday was Rodrigo Bontorin mm. um, had to pull out of his fight um, with Manuel Cape. Um, this oh. is actually a fight that was set up um, last year or the year before, I think. Mm. Um, had to pull out from injury. I think Cape pulled out um, for injuries that time. But... Um, yeah, they had to scrap the fight because um, Bontorin wouldn't wasn't able to cut enough weight. Um, he was about two kilos off. Um, had to be uh, hospitalized with some well, kidney issues. His, oh, weight, his weight cut less his led to you know, all the kidney damn. issues yeah. and mm. that's crazy. Uh, the renal um, uh, problem there probably led to the fact that he couldn't cut the weight. Mm. And yeah, 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 that's not what you want. Yeah, so I had to call off the weight cut, I guess, and yeah, he was hospitalized for that. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so unfortunate for him. Hopefully um, he makes a full recovery and, yeah, they can set this fight up again oh, soon. So, so both Aussies made it on the main card. Yeah, yep. yeah. So because and of this, one. because of this, um, yeah, they promoted the Jake Matthews, Andre Fialo, I think I've got that right, yeah, um, fight up into the main card. So um, that was a card that happened just before um, Whaley and Jedrajek. Um And, yeah, uh, Jake looked great. Um, so his... Had a f- had some time out of the ring. Um, looks like he, I hadn't seen him in a while, but it looked like he'd been tatted up with all the Celtic Spent the time bands out of the ring in the <laughs> tattoo parlor. Did he? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but besides the tats, looked good. Um, looked good with the tats as well. Uh, <laughs> um, he did look like he was in a little bit of trouble um, getting out of the first round. Um, Andre uh, got a knockdown and sort of covered him and was on top for a little bit, um, but. Bell rung, so they were able to escape that. Um, and then, yeah, just got straight back into it in the early in the second round, started picking Andre apart with, the, his, with his striking um, and, yeah, got the knockout um, halfway through the second round. So, yeah, he goes um, to 18 and 5 now, um, six wins um, by knockout. Impressive. Um, yeah, so real good. Um, hopefully, yeah, he can get a few, few more fights and start climbing the ranks there as well. Mm. So from Jack to Jack, um, 
how did yeah. how did the other Aussie welterweight go? Um, yeah, caught the back end of this fight. Um, he won. Um, Method? Uh, knockout. Knockout. So, well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So this one ended in the first round, about halfway through again as well. Ooh, um, quick finish. Yeah, I think he just yeah just came in swinging. Um, was able to get the knockout quick. Um, yeah, nice. don't really have too much more to say about that one. Uh, are, th- are those two both ranked, or are they still outside? Nah, of both, both unranked, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you'd think maybe Matthews would be going close, if not both. Eighteen and five is a good record mm-hmm. with six mm-hmm. wins yeah. by knockout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knocking on the door, you think? Mm. But some news confirmed coming up. Uh, future fight, big, uh, big fight. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. So this one, I think, must have been um, some breaking news during the fight card. But um, Usman and Leon Edwards' fight has been confirmed um, for the twentieth of August. I'm not sure what UFC fight that would make it. Seven. Um, eight. Edwards kind of been sniffing around for a mm-hmm. title he's, shot he's for due. a little while, hasn't it's he? A, yeah, it's yeah. about time for him. Actually, yeah, UFC two seven eight. And he's probably the only one Usman hasn't had a. Uh, title defense against yeah, so correct. makes sense. But well, yeah, they yeah. they jump over the radioactive hazmat man. <laughs> 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 they they leave they they skip over that one after his win over Burns because um, there's been a lot of chat that he'd he'd get that fight. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's he got he got I think work, Edwards he got is work. fair. I think Edwards is fair because yeah, he's been so in that too. in that position for mm. a very long mm. time. Mm. I think uh, our boy Whitaker was at that fight too. Yep, he was. Yep. And they've yep. rebooked his Vittori fight to September. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So that are probably because cool. Izzy's got Cannoneer coming up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that'll be, I assume that um, fight for him, Rob will be for the number one contender. Um, gotcha. And we'll get probably the winner of that Izzy fight. All right. Is that UFC? Yeah, yeah. Wrapped yeah. up? Yep. Yeah. Well, a little bit of boxing news. Um, we just mentioned uh, the Sydney wants to rehose, will host the the rematch um, for that uh, the boxing fight um, that Hanny uh, won during the week from our man Cambosis. Um, so I think that's probably unlikely um, since he's I believe he's a Yank. So that's probably going to happen on home turf for him. Uh, right. They can try and maybe throw a fuckload of money at him to get it to happen, but mm. I, I doubt it. Let's say that happens over there. Uh, Justin uh, Herney, I think, um, fights Wednesday night. And I believe it was a welterweight fight for an Aussie on that too, that card coming up. Uh, but for Justin, if he wins it, hopefully that'll put him in the heavyweight conversation for moving to the US and potentially getting a big name um, coming up. But that's Wednesday night. They were promoting that during the NRL, which uh, annoyed NRL fans that aren't boxing or Greyhounds fans <laughs> <laughs> for, for their poor cross-promotion coming up. Into the F1? Yes. Yeah. Talk F1. I'll keep going. Yeah, keep um, uh, do you want to see if you can find any news on that Paris story? Um, yeah, I'm just trying to bring that up now. Uh, I'll, I'll cover the other stuff. Um, there's – because we're in Baku – Street circuit. Um, tonight? Uh, tonight, 9 o'clock. Uh, qualifying happened last night. Uh, Red Bull Ferrari battle continues. That's all the chat. Leclerc again on pole, I believe, um, with science third. And I think they're 1, 3 and 2, 4 again, aren't they? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I just know the McLarens did poorly. Our boy Danny Rick in 13th. Okay. Um, Lando kind of where he's been most of the season. Yeah, right? Lando starting 12th. So they look down on speed on the, the long straight of Baku. Um, so they're going to struggle. I know Mercedes as well is struggling uh, with pace on that, that straight, whereas the Red Bulls are very, very quick. 
Um, so we'll see if they can push the Ferraris in this one. They've all been struggling with the porpoising because um, mm. it is a street circuit, a bit bumpy, but then also that top speed with the ground effects, cars bouncing up and down. and Long, um, straight, you were saying, pre-potty. Very, very long. As in they, they hit max Ma- speed and then and hold max speed for a very long time as well. porpoise so. at max speed. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Bounce, uh, we'll see if the cars last There's the full two hours. That That is be the okay. question. Um, bit of mayhem you're predicting. Could, could be a bit of mayhem. Interesting. Uh, I think, was it George Russell or was it Al- was it one of the Williams last year? They hit a drain last year on the bottom of the car and the whole back end of the car basically. Wow. Oh, All dang. the carbon fibre just went. Um, right. So, yeah, it's uh, that, that kind of conversation of the street circuits and some of the racetracks, especially trying to create a new street circuit in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. has got the chat mm. um, going. And I only brought this in here for the fact that Seb Vaddle, world um, champion, four times uh, in, a, in a row, um, said, hey, I'd prefer to go somewhere like where the historical cl- tracks are. I'd like to rather go to Bathurst. Um, <laughs> that was his quote. And I, I'd love to see an F1 race at Bathurst. Come on with down. The, with the concrete walls and um, the, that the, kind that of track. Would be the so mountain. How do they go up the hill? Yeah. It's probably be coming down the hill, that'd be the hard part. No yeah. fucking chance. Yeah, yeah, of course not. It's a great racetrack, beautiful mm. racetrack, but yeah, the, the money in trying mm. to get people to go to Bathurst versus where they go to in Melbourne. Slightly different yeah. crowd, I think. But, yeah. To, yeah. yeah, exactly. And compared to Vegas, yeah, it's never going to happen. But it was interesting to take this, like, hey, let's go to our more historic racetracks that right. are specialised racetracks versus trying to create street circuits Just, um, down the, like, the, the straight of, um, you know, well, yeah, the, 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 the strip at Vegas. Uh, in yeah. Vegas. And, yeah. What's going on yeah. with the Cle- uh, Charles Leclerc? He has had pole. Uh, he's got polled for tonight in Baku. Had poll the last three times and hasn't been able to make use of it. Um, yeah, it was pit strategy in Monaco, mm-hmm. engine failure in Barcelona. Um, I think he won that right, the following that previous race before that. But yeah, he's been one or he's been first or second in every race so far. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just been unlucky either with um, pit strategy or car reliability so far. Um, or Max yep. has just been slightly faster in yep. win, winning those races. Mm. So uh, it is a very tight battle. There, I think between him, uh, so we've got Max is one, you've got Leclerc is second, and Perez is now third. Mm. And I think there's 10, 15 points between first and third currently in the championship. So they're both, those three are all over 100. Mm. Um, uh, and I think Russell's probably fourth with his consistency at the moment. Yeah, you yep. spot, spot on there off the, off the top of the head. Max is first, 125 points into Leclerc, 116. Perez third, 110. And then a big drop down to George Russell there in fourth spot. Mm. So so that, that chat about um, uh, Max's father last week, you know, uh, you got to prioritise Max over Perez because Perez, uh, he's in that conversation now and he's mm-hmm. there. Lewis fighting. in sixth. Mm. He's been struggling. He's mm. miles uh, behind, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he's been struggling with the, the changes. In the, you know, we talk about Danny Rick struggling with the new car and the setup. Mm. Yeah, Lewis mm. also Best has Best finish of third in the first race mm-hmm. of the year, but nothing else yeah, in, Lewis on the podium. Is, yeah, Lewis definitely been struggling with uh, his car of late and Mercedes struggling with their car overall. I think they, this street circuit back who doesn't suit them. I think it suits the Red Bulls uh, more than anyone, maybe the Ferraris, and we'll see how that goes come race time tonight. Did you mm. get that Perez story? Speaking of Perez, um, celebrating yeah. his signing and winning during the week. He's uh, been a really yeah. naughty boy. Naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, before, I, before I go into the Perez, I'll touch on with Leclerc. I think this is the 
um, first time that a driver has gone back-to-back pole positions at Baku. Ooh, um, yes. So I think it was, he got pole last year. So, uh, But didn't Perez win the race last year? I can't Baku? remember. I think he Back-to-back pole position. So Back-to-back it. Yeah. Or did Max win last year's one? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I just I know remember Paris Hamilton had that massive lock-up oh, in lock the restart. Up. And then a Red Bull took him over. I couldn't yeah. remember. No, Max. Um, Max, no, he crashed out. And Yeah, there. So yeah. Perez won. Confirm. Well done, Sean. What else has Perez been up to? Um, yeah, a probably handsy. a little bit handsy, a little bit of that um, <laughs> Urban Myers uh, vibe, Ooh. getting getting caught out. You don't want those vibes. <laughs> you don't want those vibes. No, no. So yeah, um, he's there's been some snaps of him partying with uh, with a lady that is not his wife. Um, <laughs> Very lovely lady. Getting a little bit hands on, a little bit too close for comfort. Um, to to quote the great movie The Ringer. Hi, Lynn's boyfriend <laughs> and not Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's, you know, he's, he's tried to make up for it, apologised. Um, you know, his wife and that are trying doing a deal with the, the circumstances. You know, very, very public uh, mm. exposure of, um, I, think, I think it's probably more uh, Perez on the beverages um, and <laughs> kind of getting a bit loose. Uh, and, um, you know, he's... Yeah. He's a he's a big star. Um, uh, the ladies are going to love him, and um, you know, he's probably not going to say no in that situation. You're going to find him away with a stick, mate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so um, I think he's got three kids with his wife. I, I don't think he thinks two majors is going to happen there currently. But uh, it's an interesting little tidbit coming off that, leading into another big Grand Prix. They're traveling all over the world, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens. Uh-huh. Big race tonight um, in that in that competition for Ferrari and Red Bull. Uh, be interested to see how far the cars go and whether they last. Yeah, that's it. Exciting stuff. Um, probably the last thing to wrap up F1, just a little bit of rumour mill. Um, our boy Oscar Pistari. Pistari. Piastri. Um, Piastri. <laughs> yeah, one of those three, probably. Yeah, pronunciation. Um, so he's it's a... not always me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's why James doesn't talk half the podcast. <laughs> I, had a, I had a right before podcast. <laughs> Uh, Get the fatigue, the podcast fatigue. Oh, that's goodness. it. Um, so, reserve driver for Alpine. Um, there's been rumours that he maybe loaned out to Williams. Um, Williams. Oh, so they're going to boot the Tifi during the season. Yeah, uh, um, getting a little bit impatient with the Tifi, um, having fair, a few yeah. crashes, not really performing. He's a bit senior as well, as well in that team, isn't he? Um, well. Alex Albon's there taking up the other spot. Yeah, he's um, super young, but I thought Latifi's been in, in F1 for a, a hot minute. Uh, a few years, yeah. yeah. Um, Oscar, potentially the future. There's been chat about him, uh, of course, winning F- F2 last year. Yeah, needs yes. a drive. and You yeah. need to drive. So And then, yeah, we've Esteban Ocon still under contract and Alonso still doing Alonso things. Um, there's not really a spot for him. Um, as a driver for there had been, Alpine, there had been chat about um, McLaren punting Danny Richter in the middle of the season. I don't think they'll they'll do that to him. Uh, no. prob- if they're going to do it, it'll be post post this season. But yeah, yeah, the potential some spots opening up for Oscar going forward, and we'll have to see. It'd be good mm. to see him get a drive this year. Um, uh, where did where did um, yep. Zoe um, uh, qualify? Because he was fifth in FP two, and I didn't watch the final Q three. Did who? Uh, the Chinese driver, as oh. in the only rookie, I think, on the um, this year. Yep, uh, he qualified fourteenth. Yep. Anyway, very Zhu as well. Zhu. Yeah. 
F1 done? Yep. yep, that's F1 done. <laughs> Let's talk some Socceroos, boys. Yeah, so yeah. Socceroos uh, got uh, a do or die win uh, over the United Arab Emirates. Um, it was it was a bit back and forth. The first half, the Socceroos kind of dominated, but uh, without any any uh, success on goals. And then uh, Jackson Irvine, who's who's put together a very good season at St. Pauli there in uh, in the Bundesliga two. Um, he he uh, scored first for the Socceroos in the 53rd minute, and then it was a quick uh, reply from the Emiratis. And mm. uh, here's a name that the that the boys need to get familiar with in uh, Aiden Hrustic. Um, he he uh, he's played for Eintracht uh, Frankfurt, who won the Europa League this year. Uh, you know the Magoos of Champions League. Champions League. Um, he he's very good. He takes a set pieces. Um, uh, for the Socceroos, and uh, he, he had a really nice uh, match winner there in the 84th to get us through the Emiratis. And uh, now we take on Peru. It is Tuesday morning at 4 a.m. elite viewing time mm-hmm. uh, there, but it's one game, do or die, uh, over in Qatar. And I do wonder how the Peruvians will adjust to playing in Qatar and, and, and the heat. It's the, it's the hot time of year there. It's, like, it's, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was... They said uh, the daytime temperature was forty six. Yeah, was was forty six. Wow. And when and when they but it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. And uh, and at, at kickoff at eight pm or whatever it was over there, uh, th- uh, a measly a measly thirty five. Um, so oh, yeah, how it, many drinks breaks are they doing, bro? Yeah. It's half. It's it's half time, full time. And, and that's it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how Peru go. They they finished fifth in South America, uh, edging out the lot. Li- you know the likes of Colombia. You know some big some big mm. name Colombians. Uh, looking at this this Peruvian team though, no one's at uh, per se big clubs in in Europe. Uh, but a lot of them mm. do, a lot of them do play in in Peru. Uh, Universitario, uh, Alianza Lima. Um, so a, a few of them play together, and then a lot of them kind of sprinkled around uh, the MLS, uh, Saudi, mm. and Emirati leagues. Um, it's do mm. or die. We 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 did play Peru, I think, in uh, twenty eighteen in in the World Cup, and, and went yeah. down to them. And it's very interesting that the group that the winners will go to um, includes France and Denmark, which mm. was the other two teams <laughs> in the in the twenty eighteen. In yeah. the 2018 group, so run, run it back, run it back, yes. baby, run yeah. it back. Uh, so, so do or die for the Socceroos. 4 a.m. Tuesday. If anyone starts work early and just you know you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna sacrifice another hour and a, what's another hour and a half of shut eye on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. Get up and get around the Socceroos as we try to get uh, to Qatar 2022 the hard way. New Zealand also play Costa Rica uh, as well, so be mm. interesting to see what happens there. Costa Rica on, on paper, uh, p- pretty handy. I, I'd, I think I'd rather yep. play Peru. Mm. There you go. A bit, bit of tennis and golf uh, to, to wrap it up. Uh, we Speaking of running it back. Yes, so... <laughs> Dude has run it back many, many times. Well, yeah. now he's... he's He's hands down goat. You have to say for now. For, yeah, he's two ahead for now. He's two ahead. We are talking obviously about Rafael Nadal. Uh, Fourteen French Opens, if you don't mind. I think the next was Bjorn Borg with six. That's handy lead. Six. That's yeah. a handy Single lead digits, either yeah. way. He's, yeah. he's well in front. Yeah. So, so the king of clay, absolute demolition of poor Casper Ruud. Do you think uh, they'd ever rename 
It's in France. Were they, were they, were they it after a Spanish guy? Who is Roland Garros? No clue. Was he, he's probably an old French tennis player, I'd imagine. But it, that's not can, the, is that, that's <laughs> not the name of the, oh, is it the stadium? Is the that area. like the I suburb think, yeah, or something yeah, I like that? So. Yeah, uh, Parisian geography, obviously, at the forefront of the Esky boys. They probably <laughs> anyway. They could, pro- they could probably uh, one of the courts there at the French Open. They should name after him. And they should. Yeah, yeah, they should. Straight sets uh, victory as... He so often does. Mm. Um, yeah. What yeah. What more is there to say about him? He's, <laughs> it's been said all before. He's done it uh, once again. I think the interesting quote post this was he doesn't – if they asked him about the GOAT conversation mm. and he's like, it doesn't matter to me. I, I think if you're in that position, you probably don't care about it. But he, like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care that Djokovic is chasing him and most likely will be able to win a bunch of tournaments and take that lead. Um, given That's probably his only age as well, so. three to four weeks. To Wimbledon, it wouldn't be long. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be long I imagine. at all. So, but it's uh, two for two this year for Rafa, both mm-hmm. Australian and French. And so, uh, see if he can make it three for three in a couple of weeks' time in Wimbledon. Extend that lead to twenty-three. How many Wimbledons has he won? Wimbledon's uh, not heaps. Well, because because we're, we're talking I think about he's won eight. two Oz, two Wimbledon's, four US, yeah, and then fourteen. The um, you're French, so get this guy on here. Jeez, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> off, I, I, off the dome, off the I dome. I just remember he's. Oh, you had to figure out that the quick, eight, quick mass, the yeah, eight yeah, difference. Yeah, I knew he'd done two Oz, and you just had a feeling he'd done more two. at the US yeah. than at the grass of Wimbledon. Very well done, yeah. uh, Roger. Has Tended to dominate the grass. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, everyone wrong on Roland Garros. Uh, not a Parisian suburb. Not a French tennis player. French aviator. There you go. Uh, from We've all learned something today. There we go. <laughs> uh, died 1918. Uh, was that war related? Oh, he's a, he was a fighter pilot. He was a, one of the yeah. early fighter pilots for World War One. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's nice learning on the Eskies, mm. isn't it? Here, a little Sunday, long weekend. Have, uh, ha, have a few beers, a uh, little bit of World War One. Grand Slams enough to usurp Roland <laughs> Garros for the naming rights yeah. of the. Uh, yeah, I don't know the, how, the venue or the. How tournament. many French Opens did Roland Garros win? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, there wouldn't be any French Opens, man. That's yeah. the challenge. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If the rest of his countrymen didn't roll over and, <laughs> and have to get saved by the rest of the world. <laughs> This is pretty crazy. Your countrymen can talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob. My countrymen are Aussies. <laughs> when it suits. <laughs> and in this case, it definitely suits. Uh, <laughs> so he spent he spent almost three years in captivity in a German POW camp. Mm. Somehow I escaped, um, got back into flying. Um, and yeah, was shot down and killed on the 5th of October, 1918, one day before his 30th birthday. There you go. That mm. should be common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've we've learnt it. Hopefully, all eight of our listeners have learnt. <laughs> have learnt Three hours deep. <laughs> Those who are still uh, with yeah. us. So all That's four it. of our listeners, the four yeah. at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Finish uh, with some golf and some golf. interesting uh, last one. Yeah, yeah. Some last huge sport. news. News happening. Huge controversy. Yeah. So the Saudi-backed. Uh, I think it, I think they say live golf mm. series. Can you? It's not Roman numerals or anything. No. Like that. What is that? Is that 40, 54. 54? Oh, yeah, fifty-four. Yeah, fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. Well, sh- shout out. It's to live, <laughs> live golf series. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Keep going. Uh, no, no, it's, it's all good. It's just reminding me of a, of a joke that Issa Schultz uh, of Chase fame was 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 making. 
um, regarding Roman numerals, but it's way too nerdy. I'm not, <laughs> I, 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 don't even, I don't even want to talk about it. I want to talk about this breakaway golf league. Uh, it's akin to World Series cricket. Yep. It's akin okay. to Super League. It's akin to we've got fuckloads of money. Who can we poach? What was that soccer uh, thing two years ago? Oh, yeah. It was a Super League. Yeah, whatever it was. Which in that it was, vein, is it? Yes. Exactly, okay. it's in that it's in that vein. Uh, so there's 42 players that co- are confirmed, and I need to reiterate, it's Saudi-backed golf league. They will play around the world. Yes. So a lot of people mm. are saying, "Oh, geez, how many golf courses are there in fucking Saudi Arabia?" Few few sand traps around the place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, good. That's very good. Uh, uh, well, they've got Greg Norman as the face. He's, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, the CEO. CEO, the CEO, CEO I yep. believe, old big dick shark uh, yeah. running running the show. Uh, and they've already posted a few big names. Now, Phil Mickelson went this week, and he's, uh, in terms of career achievements, the biggest name. He's also getting on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. But also, he'd, he'd been uh, quoted as uh, saying some things that were untoward to the Saudi regime. Mm, so Come uh, full circle, has he? Yeah, mm. that money talks, yeah. baby. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Full circle. Money talks. <laughs> an There's extra, a couple bags on the table. Z- extra zero on the end and suddenly the yeah. opinions change. That's yeah. right. Ooh, uh, I, for one, welcome our new overlords. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've actually, in terms of like like current kind of talent, Dustin Johnson, Kevin Nah gone over there, Lee Westwood, uh, and then sort mm. of like older heads, but, but you know, major winners in, in Sergio Garcia, Louis Oosthuizen, Martin Kamer, Ian Poulter, all sign up for this tour and... The money is redonkulous. Yeah. Now, well, uh, I think that's the, the important part is the money has to be redonkulous because mm. the minute they started playing, PGA suspended them all. You're done. Yep. 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 So, okay. so, yeah. so, so we've got a, a, t- so a they've tear wait, They've away. waited up and like, well, what can I make PGA tournament money and what am right. I getting paid big here? And okay. they've gone, I'm, well, I'll take the bags and maybe I'll take the year off and then hopefully they'll sort, <laughs> sort yeah. some stuff out. Yeah. So. And to be honest, if someone offered me the money that uh, Phil Mickelson was uh, rumoured to be getting. So when's yeah. this kind of mm. rumoured to Started begin? Started this weekend. It's begin. Yeah, yeah, begun. Uh, yep. Yeah, it should, it should right. be. Yeah, I think uh, they've been doing third practice hits. Where are they playing? London. London. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because uh, I've been seeing the the media have not been handled nicely by some of the uh, the no neck security as uh, they've been referred to as. Is uh, Java going to make an appearance? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but the media trying to report on the guys trying to get in hits um, like Thursday and Friday, getting mm. ready for this um, this this tournament. Um, okay. Yeah, have not been handled too nicely. So, interesting to see mm. how it all plays out. Um, but they've got big money and. Uh, I'm not sure who's televising it or what 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 the kind of goal yeah, is long right term, but mm. not sure. Yeah, um, just quickly back on Mickelson as well and the controversy from last year. His main sponsors both um, dropped him last year when he made those comments about Saudi Arabia, mm. and then now he's playing back. Now he's well, yeah, playing in this this golf series. So interesting how that's played yeah, out. Yeah, but as that's well. that, that's a huge fuck you from the, Sa- the Saudis. Oh though. yeah, they're just like, well, it doesn't matter. We buy you. <laughs> <laughs> You you pay you basically white slave like come on that's <laughs> like, it yeah yeah here's all the zeros you need and then you can do what we want <laughs> money 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 yeah. money <laughs> and that will conclude <laughs> the episode of on the esky thank you to those that are with us uh, what are we nearly three hours deep You're three hours deep yep um we will be back next week mm-hmm. back next week and then I don't know. I've got to have a child sometime soon. (laughs) Uh, So we'll see how we go moving forward. uh, Thank you to those that have tuned in and uh, have uh, been following the show. Um, We'll see Mm. you next week. Hopefully um, we see 
some some good sporting endeavours. Hopefully, as Aussies, the Socceroos get through mm. to this World Cup. Yeah, well, um, we've got NBA, we've got F one, yep. we've got the, yeah. the Socceroos coming up. Of course, the rounds of footy in the AFL, cricket's going on. Yeah, plenty plenty to cover as always. Always plenty to talk about. Thank That's you for right. listening. Thank we'll you. See you next week. Good stuff. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.